Welcome to the show. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Let's get to the screen. Hi everybody, we're here. Hello. This is Keith Pazel here with Adam, a special Adam show. Absolutely. A Again, Saturday. That song, it gets me going. It gets the juices flowing, Keith. Oh it yeah. It works. It works. Absolutely. I like where my mind goes on tangents. I like to calm every down, calm everybody down a little bit with the elevator music, and then we get right back up. But welcome to the show. We're going to be watching a little television, talking about the world and ourselves. Through what is on television. Awesome. Uh, I, we just did a, a beautiful show on Thursday. Hopefully you're watching that on YouTube, listening to that on all the the platforms. But there's a lot of things that happened. Gallagher oh, yeah. died. The voice of Batman died. My childhood is crying. Who else died to before that? Uh, oh, Gallagher. Oh, yeah. Gallagher died, man. Famous inventor. Wow. Gallagher. I mean, that was like... when I, I always f- call him that because he was on Opie and Anthony, and he was like, I'm an inventor. Talking about all the, like, he's not a comedian, he's an inventor and a scientist. He was out of his mind. Oh, yeah. No, I know some people who met him a couple times. Uh, I also, when I first started doing stand-up, like, when you wanted to really burn someone, you know, talk about their act, they'd be, like, equivalent of Gallagher, like, like a total hack. That was deemed, he was deemed, like, a real hack, you know, just, like, oh, like, like you know, basically spinning plates, you know, putting a quarter in his back. You're spinning him, plates, you know, dog. And, and, and thumping the tambourines, Brother. you know what I mean? That's, so, Gallagher, but, yeah, Gallagher died. Gallagher did something, though. Gallagher, I mean, I remember Gallagher, like, the he early 80s. He had 13 80s. specials. I think him and, only him and Carlin. Have more specials. He's got 13. He did 13 in like nine years. I was going to say, when was his last one? <laughs> it had to be 1994. Oh, I'm going to guess. I, I don't know if he made it even to the 90s. I could be wrong. Into the nine zeros. I could be wrong. You know. Let's see. Let's look at Gallagher's discography. I think I'm going to say 1988 or 89 was his last. But I, I'm probably wrong. You're probably right. Let's go to this. Because uh, I, I think it'd be interesting to know because, yeah, he, he had a bunch of specials. There was a time when HBO did nothing but Gallagher. I mean, they had a lot of Gallagher. Well, Gallagher's sicky. You know? Well, his first special I read in his Wikipedia was the first one to be on regular television. So 1980 was the first one. The last one was Tropic of Gallagher 2007. Whoa! And what was before that? Sledgeomatic.com from the year 2000. <laughs> and then it was Messing Up Texas 1998, wow. Smashing Cheeseheads 1997. I bet well, that's in Wisconsin. That's in Wisconsin, obviously. We Need a Hero 92, 
Overboard 87. Overboard's the one I remember. Like, my dad had that recorded. Wow. The Messiest 19 contains clips of previous specials. He had a Greatest Hits special. 80s just called an uncensored evening. Because Gallagher was pretty hardcore. Like, for the time. Gallagher was like... (laughs) I like he would he was like slightly edgy and later on in the years would just get outright homophobic. Oh, I I, I could believe that. I mean, he I, didn't age well. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I remember there was a there was a, a comedy festival. God, when was this? When was this? So this was like a good probably 20 years ago. He was in Chicago and I knew a couple of comedians who were before female female comics and they were uh, hanging out with Gallagher. He was in town for this festival and they have video of him just checking them out. Like elevator eyeing them, looking directly at their asses, looking at their pussies, looking at their breasts, just like looking at it all. And he, I, I was like, wow, this guy's a creep. Yeah, he, you know, had, that he was had his hammer guy. out. And he was all just like, like, just the way he'd speak. I was like, you are, your brain is pickled or well, something. Well, I love to, you? I love when comics die because all the comedy clubs, like you go to a comedy club and they'll tell you all the dirt on people. This person yes. gropes, like all yeah. the, the sickos. Yep. Yeah. And then the second they die. One of the family passed today. He was always <laughs> beloved in our heart. Like, you fucking shill. Oh, Gallagher <laughs> wasn't. The comedy store today, a beloved member of the family died. Like, all of you fuckers hate Gallagher. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> all you young. Yeah, I'm sure the Zoomers were really in touch yeah, with yeah. Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher. They're fucking wiping his name off the side of that building right now. <laughs> Yeah, he was. Uh, look at that fucking look at that orange crush T-shirt. That rules. Whoa, man! What year is that? I wonder. Uh, circa nineteen seventies. Yeah, yeah. That's probably late. I 70s. used to just stand out on the street, man, and just you know. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. I mean, you know that hair was fake. Oh, it was. Yeah, there's one of his specials where he takes it off. It's like a piece, and he's just full on bald. Yeah. Oh, uh, he must. Got he must have been pretty creepy, right? I mean, he had to be a creep, right? I mean, oh you know, yeah, you're right. He probably did make the leap from like street performer. Look at that to being on HBO in Look six at, months. That's not a bad looking guy, right there. To be quite honest with you, not my type. I mean, most men aren't my type. He, he looks he looks a bit like a De Niro. You hear that? Godfather you hear too. that, boys? <laughs> yeah, you're putting that one out there. You know, <laughs> I need to look like Larry. If you want to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I never liked Gallagher. I, I like I, my I men to look like a Latina gal. <laughs> I was. Uh, but look what he turned into. That looks like he's that looks like a drunk m- cop that's retired on St. Patrick's Day. Well, dude, here's <laughs> the hat. He listen. He's Gallagher. Think of the life he had just doing road gig after road gig after road gig. He's at know? a cop's funeral. I like, mean, I mean, he was he he must have made a decent. Imagine living. that guy sitting in a fucking Irish pub, and you hear this. Hey, Sam Gallagher. Oh, Gallagher's way. Oh, going to Gallagher. God, was that actually a Notre Dame highlight film song? I, no, that's a good like song, though, right? or something, you know? <laughs> I got a short Jesus one. Listen Christ. to this. Oh, here we are. We're having so much fun. That's Rest in Peace Gallagher. How old was he? Let me guess. Let me guess. I'm going to guess. 76. Did you not read that? I, no, I he was that. 76 on the dot. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I, yeah. No, I, I didn't see it. I didn't, His I, I manager, Craig Marquardo, 
Let's look at how bad was this guy's career. He's repping Gallagher. Oh, Let's yeah. look and see who who you working for, Craig. Oh, he just pulls up Gallagher. Look at this guy. This guy looks like fucking John Moxley. Oh man, some of these managers and look shit. at that. Wow. Started his career as an executive for Warner Brothers in the early '90s, and now he's repping Gallagher. Oh, overseeing some of the biggest hits, the Bodyguard, Free Will. This is the face of a man who didn't survive Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was one of the low-level casualties of Me Too. Yeah, the me. Yeah, you, you didn't hear about him. The ripple effect. He me called too. Weinstein. Yeah, they're coming for us, Harv. <laughs> the line cut out halfway through. I I watched some of that HBO Weinstein documentary or or PBS documentary. Hey, you know his balls were on his thigh. He had thigh balls. Who Weinstein? Weinstein had some sort of weird fucking like gangrene that fucking tore up his genitals. And they had to take his balls and put them on his thigh. God. Inside man. of his thigh. He had a mangled penis. No wonder that drove him to be so uber successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like Or just like that's why you'd probably want women to fucking watch you. Because all his shit is like that's well, here's how it came out. During the trial, he had, that's how he proved he didn't rape any women. Because he was like, Your Honor, my penis is actually mangled and you know, it looks oh. like an old sailor's foot. So there's no way for me to physically rape anybody. And because like because his whole thing was like, watch me shower or like watch like it was all that type of shit. Power, real hard power dynamic stuff. Yeah. Wasn't he like going and giving like his big thing was the back rub, too. Yeah. That's why yeah. he, he wanted to get a foot in the door was the back rub. You know, yeah. Like Sandusky going into the showers. But man, that, that was his thing. Was eyeballs. Hey. Yeah. That, that's uh, you're fucked up. I mean, he's. Whatever. Anyone who's that driven has got problems. There's just something going on. You're overcompensating. you got problems. I knew a boy with one testicle, and yeah. we were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, me? I'm sure. I can imagine if we, to have not even one and it's on your thigh? Come on. Uh, but yeah, we're going back to the box. Yeah, no here. kidding. Going back to the box. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, has been used. here we go. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. He's third in the league. So let's get into it. We're going to be watching a little television, talking about the world, making fun of the world and ourselves through what is on television. We've just covered Gallagher. Gallagher joined the show just a few minutes ago. I've been doing that. Anyone we talk about is a guest on the show. Okay. Welcome Chris (laughs) Harey to the podcast, everybody. (laughs) It's just like Chargers Breakdown. Oh, yeah. CBS, well, because it's Bolts on 2. Bolt up. Oh, okay, okay. I have to admit it. I watch a lot of Viking film. I watch a oh, lot of yeah. Viking film. I Crocious. Do. I mean, you've had quarterbacking in your past. You had Randall Cunningham. You had yeah. Warren Moon. Yeah. You had fucking Whiskey Wade. <laughs> you had gunslingers as a Viking fan. Tommy Kramer. Tequila Tommy. Second most yards in, in, in Viking history. From, oh, no, I'm sorry. Probably, probably, I mean, yeah, second most. I love that all the quarterbacks have whiskey names because that's how they keep warm <laughs> and diminish over winners. In the 80s? No, my boy. The 80s? A lot of drunk quarterbacks in the 80s. Hockey players. A lot of alcohol, a lot of alcoholism in athletics, which I kind of respect. Uh, ba- baseball players, man. I mean, come on. Those guys were drunks. I remember that one. You probably don't remember this. Uh, Terry Forster was a pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, and, and Letterman did an entire segment on Terry Forster being the fattest human being either, and he just made fun of it, and he talked about it incessantly. It became a thing in like 1986, 85. My point is, is that you could be a drunk as a ball player. You could be a drunk as an you athlete back then. You still kind of can. Uh, you know, it's all, man. 
You, they are so. Everything is so. It's hot. so woke, mob. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's Got just a big like Tejas game right a, a, now. Everyone's watching you. You know, there's a lot of money at stake. You're going to want to keep your body in decent shape, and even in the off season. Again, I always talk about that. I think I bring it up every episode. It is athletes back in the day like Bart Starr sold Firestone tires in the off season? This is Bart oh, Starr. My grandpa you know? was a machinist. Yeah, like fucking. Christian Bale in that murder movie. Mm. He worked with Brian Piccolo yeah. in the off seasons. Wow. Said Brian Piccolo, I think I've said this on the show before, he walked yeah. like he had ball bearings in his shoes. He was 26 when he died. Yeah. And 26. he needed a summer job. Yeah, I know. Because well, he had three kids. George was like, Hallis wasn't Shit. typing up that much. I oh, wanted, to, was a I wanted to quote you through the TV because so in sports, we got some collegiate football going on. Uh, Jeff Saturday got hired to be the new Indianapolis yeah. Colts coach. Yeah, I'm loving the. It's like the Bears became smart and gave their stupidity to other franchises. <laughs> it's tremendous. The Packers are flailing. Jim Irsay has suddenly gone back to the bottle yeah, and just oh. drunkenly fucking. I didn't know. Uh, he, and what about Daniel Snyder? His ass is getting kicked out gone, of the league. All man. these franchises that aren't the Bears are just falling down, and I love it. Uh, it's uh, it's yeah. It is it's. Whatever, it's interesting to see. I, for one, this is the truth. I'm halfway through the season. The Vikings are off to, it couldn't be a much better start than what they're off to. They're seven and one, you know, and, and I've watched them for 45 years. So I'm rather cynical and critical. So, I've, you know, but, I've got a new joy for the Bears in my heart. Well, because of Fields. It's not, and because it's hope. And it's a fucking next 10 years hope. Here's what I'm worried about right now. And this might be jumping the gun. I'm worried the Bears aren't going to pay him $300 million when he comes time because that's how much he's going to cost to save. If all yeah. these other quarterbacks get 250 200 and he hits his ceiling with the ceiling that he's shown in the last three weeks, he's going to cost a lot of fucking money to keep around. Well, uh, he, he has to, you know, we'll see how he plays second half. I, I think he's been playing. I mean, they, they basically, what I like about the Bears season is to me, it's like they've put the white flag up in the right way. You know, they know, they know they're not going to go anywhere. We're going to get rid of our two best defensive players, or two of the most important defensive players. We're going to stockpile some picks, and we're going to say, Fields, you just run around and make some plays. You know, the fans will be entertained. He's good. I just want him to be healthy. Look what we got coming up I, right I, here. Hopefully I, it's on. I, I just want him to be healthy. That, that, that is my only concern because he, he is spectacular sometimes. He's so good. He is a spectacular runner. And that's truth. I, and and I, I'm very critical. I'm very cynical. Just to keep note, we got 70s Wonder Woman on right now. This is uh, personally very, very Spank early. Bank shit. Well, I mean, I, I didn't learn how to wank until I was much older. But but I was, uh, uh, you know, I was, that's early feelings of sexuality. Okay. I was probably like seven or eight when this show first came on. This is when I knew, oh, ooh, woman, ooh. <laughs> ooh, very caveman. It was just like, oh, oh. We got See, a little. Here's yeah. a pass that Fields couldn't do. He could not do that one right there. You have three weeks to ago, it. no. Three weeks ago, no. Yeah. But even then, even now, it's funny how, and I think Fields was the tipping point of people finally realizing that, like, the NFL needs to change of the rigid, like, we play this way and yeah, you got to yeah, be a yeah. pocket, like a mailman in the pocket. <laughs> And I think Fields is showing, like, no, you kind of have to just change to what you have. Yeah. You have to adapt. Yeah, absolutely. That's no, the agree. soccer manager mind. Yeah. Like I've, I play soccer manager video games and you have to like, when you become the manager of a team, you can't just go in there and you're like, this is my system. Like, yeah, you have players that are completely, like, they don't know what the thing. fuck you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So you have to just look at the team. These are the positions they play. 
I have to play this formation. How can I make my system work within this formation? The con- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who do you have? You have to adapt to who you yeah. have. You know, and have some capacity to do that. Uh, Z- I got news for you. The, the biggest difference, oh, oh, Cousins. You were talking about quarterbacks. It's the relationship between the coach. Yeah. It, well, but, but, I see Collins' point with that with Cousins and O'Connell because apparently Zimmer and Cousins were just uh, a well, complete antagonist of uh, each that, other. That, that, that was Spielman's guy. Zimmer never wanted him. So he resented him the entire four years he was there, you know. So, but what, that being said, I'm not drinking his Kool Aid yet. I'm not drinking his Kool Aid yet. I think he's had a pretty good season. I mean, statistically his numbers are down, but that's okay. They're winning, you know, because they're playing good. He's having a good football. time though. What? Yeah, you know, that whole thing. Slinging too. some balls, raising a little cane, <laughs> saying, "Hey, come on, fellas, rats!" When he gets upset, <laughs> oh, rats! I got hit hard that play. Little cane, Kirky cane raising. You know, but 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 it is. Uh, uh, watching them again for 45 years that they, they i mean there's some i mean they've beaten the teams that they, they've caught a lot of breaks they really have they've played teams with backup quarterbacks a lot and you should win games like that but i, I don't want to diminish it because they've won the fucking games you know the, the nfl is designed for all games to be one possession games that's what they want to have it is funny you know? how your how your cynicism as a viking fan happened because when they were four and one you were like they should be zero and five like they're yeah. <laughs> like aside from the one they should be really should be one and four right now. Even you and Florio, Mike Florio was yeah. like, eh, they should be one and five. They yeah. could easily. And now that it's seven and one after that, you were like, the Queens are seven and one, man. Like now it's almost like, well, I can't shit on that. Yeah. So, well, you know, I'll find some deeper thing to be cynical about. But it's good that you're doing that. You're you're not you've been let down too many times. Well, exactly. And and so for me, the way it feels right. First off. They're coming into a very hard part of their schedule. I would. This is the hardest part of their schedule. They got to play Buffalo on the road, Dallas at home, and then short week Thanksgiving with the Patriots at home, and then they got the Jets at home. Though uh, it's win- some winnable games in there. Georgia but, is but, rolling. Oh, yeah, Mississippi yeah, yeah, State, yeah. Well, boy. Yeah, they're they're great. Georgia's great. But anyway, but yeah, but with uh, with the Vikings, this what feels like Keith. What this feels like to me is a. First round playoff loss, ladies Uh-oh. and gentlemen, at home all the way too. Hey, are we happy? And they lose at home. It does seem fitting that like the first time coach does kill it in the season, but then like it just teams all teams get better and the better yeah. and and they figured some shit out. You know? Someone so, made this point, and I've I've been riding on this, and this is why I'm so optimistic about the Bears. Is a lot of times people fall into the trap of thinking that the second half of the season is going to be just like the first half. Oh, no, yeah. And even with bets, like people are taking the Seahawks to cover against the Bucks, and it's just like mm. they're six and three right now. But this is the second half of the season. Yeah. Tom Brady just fucking finalized his divorce. They got a yeah. prenup. He's fucking his money's safe. Like he's yeah. got a new fire. Like his hair, his head is don't, clear. Don't fall into this trap of thinking yeah. that the fucking Seahawks are going to go 14 and three. Oh, I know. No, exactly. And so, and I'm not with the Vikings either because, and I've said this a million times too. The season is three seasons. It's the first half, it's the second half, and then it's the playoffs. They're three different seasons. So the first half is now officially done. I would say this is the true medium, you know, medium point. So, so okay. I'm glad they're bankrolling some wins, but if they go 500 and they finish, uh, whatever, 11 and five or whatever it is, or 11 and six, I yeah. guess it would be, I would be satisfied with that. You know, I'd be happy with that. I, I think that they, I mean, whatever, you know, we'll have you, to prob- see. you probably almost do want them to lose a couple games to get it out of their system. Well, yeah, you want to go into the playoffs hot, like lose three in a row That's- and then win your last couple and go in hot. And this is another thing, too. And mark my words on this. They've been relatively healthy the entire season. 
You know, they have two starters now who are actually out. Two starters of their 22 are actually hurt and out. That's pretty good for halfway through the season. Most teams have four to six to seven starters out already, you know. So it's the war of attrition, and I've always said this. Their backups, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I think that, you know, th- they're playing with a lot of confidence. They really are. I mean, they're not really Ooh, out of any game. Got a burner here, oh, boy. I like this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're playing with confidence. Well, what do you think when you, you watched a little bit of them? What do you, I mean, they came back in that game. Do you have, do you have any opinion on them? I don't know if you give a shit. Who? I mean, you know, on, on the Queens. Oh, they look good. I do think they don't have quite like Kevin O'Connell hasn't uncorked his explosiveness yet. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people, I think, probably thought like you're going to get a lot of Rams, run and gun, rah, rah, spread shit. But I think O'Connell is kind of like Getsy and he's like, Kind of got to play with when I like we yeah. just got one explosive receiver. Yep. So it really is a lot of dink and dunk and a lot of fucking screens and uh, shit. Trading for Hawkinson, I think, was a good move. Yeah, that's probably I mean, why he you know, did it because oh, he was like, "Look, we're not we're not spreading the field just yep, yet." Yep. Exactly. And and also, you got to attack the middle of the field, and they don't really do that with Hawkinson. They'll be able to do that. So, so that, it's going to give him another dimension. But where you know? I do, I am encouraged. Is it's good that your growing pains are seven and one. Oh, exactly. Yeah, like you yeah. could be four and four, or yeah, three and four, or whatever. I mean, th- still looking up, but yeah. you could be three and four. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so it's, you know, I, I think you know th- this will be a humbling weekend, probably. I think they're probably going to lose, you know. Uh, but you know, hey, we'll see how they play. I just want to see how they play. You know, what's their run defense like? Oh, uh, the run defense is. <laughs> Because the the Bills don't have a run game uh, well, outside of Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have Singletary, but he's he's just not that great. He's I know because he's in my fantasy team, and my fantasy team blows <laughs> after a three year run of playoffs, including being in the championship game twice and winning one championship game. I am now in last place, and deservedly so. My team is an abomination to the game of football. Uh, but but the point is, the point is, I, I think that here are the things they do well. They don't make a lot of bad mistakes. Like they don't shoot themselves in the foot a lot. Yeah. So they, they don't have a lot of bad penalties. They'll get some on occasion, but not. They don't turn the ball over very much either. You know, you take out the Eagles game. They've how many times they turn the ball over outside of the Eagles game? They've had four turnovers outside that game in in, in seven games. You know what I mean? So. They don't really shoot. Also, they're the highest scoring team in the last four minutes of the uh, uh, of the first half, and the I think first four minutes of the second half, the highest scoring. Man, team you have gone deep. You know, so it's like. Do you know the, about that? This is deep. Do you know about the Vikings staff under O'Connell? Have you uh, learned about I, their coaching well, staff? Well, I, mean, I, I know Donatello's been around forever. He's a you got to start learning guy. about these coordinators because if uh, they yeah, do, listen, if they yeah. do good, teams are going to steal them from yeah. you. You know, it, it, it's always that way. It, it's always and coaching is just a big. It, that's my question that to you because you're you know? like my sports guru in a way because you just you've been you're older and wiser and i've watched when shitload. did you remember the whole the when did the coordinator become so coveted was it coriel because he got like oh there's this new hot shot like when because now it seems so like the second a coach gets hired like well if he does well his staff is just going to get hired like it's yeah. an immediate and i remember as a kid in the 90s you didn't really care about where people came from before they were a head coach well, I mean, I, I did, uh, I, but 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 it wasn't nearly. It wasn't as focused on as it is now. It wasn't as such a storyline you could actually find. And I mean, again, all head, almost all head coaches were just coordinators somewhere else. Chuck Knoll was the D coordinator of the, of the Colts who lost to the Jets in Super Bowl three. Wasn't you know? Don Shula the yeah, offensive was the, coordinator? He, he was for the that head too? coach. He was the head coach before he went to the Dolphins. Oh yeah, Weeb Eubank you was know? the Jets. He was the Jets exactly. And then, and then uh, uh, Don Shula, who was like the wonder, he was like the 
the, he was the young kid coach. You know, they always had that sort of trait. They want the young guy. Shula was that guy. He was 34 Shula years old. Shula coached until 1997. Well, Shula was 34 years old. He coached the 63, was it the Browns? Or no, I think it was he the 63 He came up in Colts. Paul Brown's system, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Very much so. Very much He young. seems like the the root of the coaching tree. Who, is uh, Paul Brown? Paul Paul Brown certainly he's Paul Brown seems uh, like the first to have like assistants. Bill Walsh, yeah, 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 and they very much mod- they, they, they were the first team to do film work. No one else did film work. They would just watch it. Oh, we remember write, write some notes down, and we they would do film and they'd watch film. So they also were the first ones that had the microphone from the like he put the coaches up in the air and not on the sideline so they could see the game unfold better. Like that was an innovation, you know. Whoa, Paul Brown was cutting edge. But he, yeah, Paul Brown, absolutely. What's a, what was America's game? Uh, you know, <laughs> 2010 Green Bay God, Packers. God, I don't want to see this uh, at all. I no, because the Bears could have fucking, the Bears would have rolled the Steelers, bro. You know, Packers man, beat the Bears in the 2010 yeah, title game. I remember that game. They scrambled Rodgers' brain early in the game. They, uh, the, the Packers were barely holding on to that game. Oh, let's see what she has to say. Able to do so. Yeah, no kidding. As an indigenous person, being a part of my native community. Rosalie Fish, where you come from? What's that's not an. Indigenous What's your nation? Name. Hey, As listen. An indigenous person. <laughs> my aunt's from Lithuania. <laughs> no, no, no. Here we go. We got Manti Teo over here. History, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it means a whole lot to me because it's opening the, the conversation whole, like, to. Uh, I got rejected by USC, so I go to Oregon. What were you thinking? Uh, uh, really put your head down right there. I know, there. I know. I, I was just thinking about, I, I don't want to go into it because it's too deep and I don't want to. What? Don't wanna... We got nothing but time. I know, that is true. But but it's just, you know, what's allowed in the discussion of activism now is uh, very disappointing to me. I, I, I don't find it, to, yes, uh, you know, uh, this sort of level of discussion and this sort of hyper kind of like, it, it's all part of individualism still in, in a weird way, you know, so it's not economic Larry enough. put it very tactfully it's yesterday because I was talking about how like, oh, there was a poorly worded tweet of like, this happened after, but it's an example of someone tweeted like, besides murder, crime is actually down since COVID. <laughs> and I was like, but that's the one everybody cares about. I know. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're waiting. It, I get you your know? point. Yeah. But like, and she was like, both parties have big problems <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. absolutely and i think that kind of is the the liberals big problem is boutique issues oh well it's it's just it, again it, it is it is not because they're too much of pussies because they're beholden to the corporate system because you can like change Republicans bo- bo- boutique are. issues or what it's either it's easy to change those it's also it, it, but but it is not attacking the larger economic Crow, issue. Have you ever seen a video God. of a lib getting in an argument with someone, and then when they start, when you start trying to combat at them, they just start screaming a high pitched scream. Oh, they get all shrill. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they always just... got like turquoise hair. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I don't. That's what's disappointing. Is like there's oh, there's no yeah. debate. It's like. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You're going to say what you're going to say. And while you say it, I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs. It's not fucking, it's not tough. There's not a toughness. If you're going to truly try to make some change, you got to get your fucking, yeah. It'll change. Some people are going to die. It'll change. Because, and I'm not saying it's, I'm disappointed that the the election happened because there was no like quote unquote red wave. Yeah. Is over the years when people find out what really what people really get behind. I think you'll see largely that like 
people care about those issues, but like if it's not directly in your life, it's just like not something that's gonna fire someone up. It's yeah. not gonna gas you up to vote for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's why everyone should be talking about the economy. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. It's the most important thing. All this is a distraction and it's used by the right and the left. And it's all a distraction. And again, because we're all beholden to the corporate behemoth that runs things. And I also and it's think just, it's a know. little bit of like the internet culture of yep. when you guess, when you stir someone up, just like how when the right trolls the left, they laugh when you get all upset and you yeah. fucking can't like that makes like, oh, ha, ha, look how cucky and lib they're yeah. being. Yeah. And on the other side, when libs be, are like, stubborn and scream in your face yeah. like that's fun they think that's funny and like yeah. oh i'm fucking i'm getting the right yeah yeah we're shutting them down but it's like no you're just annoying people yeah <laughs> like you're not really changing anything like they're and they're yeah. and, and it's shitting on people that are liberal that are actually trying to like do yeah, shit. yeah 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 and then yeah. the videos on tiktok are just people <sighs> busting into city council meetings and screaming where it's like that's not doing anything i know it's, it's getting 27 million views but like i know i know, I know. you're not it's not going to lead to anything well yeah 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 what it is doing is annoying people actually and, and I, you said well of course we have to annoy people we have to draw attention to our issue and it's like again there <laughs> there's not a comprehensive Whatever, you know, people's lives are so difficult. It's so complex, and it's just we've changed. I'm trying to be better at this. We're going to the news station now that to we're get talking like, about this to get you know, I don't know, deeper concepts uh, across. I, I, I tell you what, on a local level, I was actually kind of happy about some things that, that happened, like in Wisconsin and in Michigan. There were actually some good things that happened on the local level. I believe that's what I think you is know? part of the problem too. Is and that's a 24 hour news what? cycle. Is I think everybody gets caught up in the idea that everything is so national. And like on a large scale. Yeah. And people take that energy and they bring that shit into local elections and yeah. like they'll run into like, what are you doing about trans people? And it's just like, there's 400 people in this town. Like, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. just I'm sorry, but that is just on the bottom of the list of yeah, things of that are, are priority in yeah. this particular town. And I think yeah. there's people that have those big cultural changing ideas, yeah. which are good. Yeah. But they want to like have like. What are you as the 47th council member of this district going to do about this? Like that has nothing to do with me. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah. It's sort of getting behind a certain cause too. that. It just seems, uh, I mean, it's, it's necessary. It is necessary. And there has to be an admission that there is a truly marginalized group of people in, in our society who live awful lives. For the most yeah, part, they're called men. No, I'm you just know, kidding. Well, what I mean, but but you know, I'm just kidding. And it's, there has to be some compassion and some understanding for that, understanding for, you know, and, and an appreciation or a certain sensitivity to that. But I, but the, I think there are even, I mean, <laughs> there are issues that still affect us all that bind us all. You know? Yeah, God. Kind of. Kind of <laughs> well, exactly. It's God's no, will. I, I say this a lot when I'm alone. It's the will of God. I say that a lot when I can't find something. Like, oh my, I, I just, I, you know, anyway. Let's, I can't. See, let's see what's happening. It's breaking I mean, news. Weeks. Democrats keep control of the Senate. Yep. Front and center. And people were saying, you know, we yeah, don't. Nevada this is, wasn't that, like Larry said, wasn't that always going to happen? Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I think that, you know, there was, I mean, listen, again, when I made the point about conventional wisdom of like, it's always like, you know, the party in power tends to lose in the midterms. 
That, 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 yeah. that's almost an even axiom. as a kid i always knew my like parents always told me that like you know? pop, pop, they would always say politics are the opposite like yep. if there's a democratic president that means that republicans are going to be popular in the next election and yeah. vice versa yeah yeah so it's like but it just shows that you know and you're running up against gas prices against inflation and raising interest rates uh you know some particularly inflation inflation's freaking people out but people are still employed there's not massive unemployment. Yeah. So that's actually kind of a good thing. Yeah, I think it is a good thing. But the point is, I think that this, the, the, the calculus has changed. That Roe v. Wade being overturned, and initially that I thought that- was a bigger that, deal for people. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's the beginning of so many other things. Let's see you what know? these boys are saying. Wow. Elections, which are scheduled for this coming Wednesday. In- we're already planning a run through. This is false. This is where fucking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I uh, guess well, no. I'm glad, though. Tr- I mean, Laxalt, Lazalt. That sounds like a computer program. I, I thought it was like something. L-A-X dot A-L-T. <laughs> that sounds like a. Laxalt. That's yeah. like the web address of a page that has a virus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It comes up as a pop up. Absolutely. You yep. don't click Laxalt. That's why they didn't vote for him. They <laughs> thought they were going to give the fucking thing a virus. So she's basically There's this ha- thing called Laxalt that keeps popping up. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that Arizona and Nevada, too, wanted to be very particular. First you know? great joke of the show. Good job. Absolutely. 35 right. minutes <laughs> of our babbling. I, I, I feel like we've been moderately interesting. <laughs> I do this now. So I get, but I do want to just, I want to pivot just back to it a pivot, little bit. Pivot, bro. Is we were talking about earlier with the Vikings and just watching them. I, I think if they can stay relatively healthy, Keith, I think they're still going to be a pretty good team. I mean, I think that the, the elements are there. Them getting Hawkinson is a big deal, I think. With Hawkinson, Jefferson, and if Cook can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, this which is he never the shit does. that makes me feel old. Because yeah. I, I look at this, like I immediately, I saw the nape of Tom Brady's neck and I was like, what a young version of Tom. Yeah. Like yeah. just by the nape of his neck, you can see how young he is. Yeah. The brown tight hair underneath. Yeah. This game is from like 2018. No, well, well, it's 2015. You know, so it's eight years ago. Super Bowl X, Super Bowl X looks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, Super it, Bowl, it, the guy that ran for Senate in fucking wow. Nevada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But after his team, you like Herschel yards. Walker. You think he's a pretty good guy, right? You like Herschel, right? I mean, before the election, I did. <laughs> the Cowboys. Do, do you, you know see- there's people who love the Cowboys that much who are just like legit. Like I'm, I'll, I don't care if he's a Nazi piece yeah. of shit. He got us Emmett Smith. Th- that's America. You know, I mean, it's. I mean, for yeah. people who don't know, if there's anyone young listening or watching, Herschel Walker was involved in an infamous trade. From the Minnesota Vikings to the Dallas Cowboys, they traded Herschel Walker to the Cowboys. No, no, Cowboys traded him Cowboys to the Vikings. Him to the Vikings yeah. And the Vikings gave them pretty much every draft pick they used to draft their the, Super Bowl team. Yeah, the Super Bowl teams. Uh, the Vikings traded them their first, second, and third round picks for three straight drafts. For three straight drafts, their first, And their first, and first round pick was who? For, 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 for the Cowboys. Oh, it was Russell Maryland, actually. Who ended up being a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't in the Hall of Fame, but he was a very good... They traded one of the picks for Emmett Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they moved, they moved around a lot. That was like, holy shit, they're moving around. Like, teams would trade sometimes on the draft day, but not like that. That was a whole, oh my God, that was a big moment, you know? Like, it was almost like they were doing, like, early analytics. They sort of knew what to do, you know, and, and they were trading a futures market or something, you know. Like, I am aware that the battery's on one slot too. So. Yeah, so so it just, you know, uh, yeah, so that happened, and then and then Walker 
was great immediately. And then literally it was just like his first game was incredible. And it was just progressively one notch well, worse. He was, his one knees notch were worse. out by then, right? He played another five years after the Vikings. Like the pressure of him. Did he play for the Dolphins at one point? He played for the Cowboys again. He played for the Eagles. Played for the Eagles actually, like in '95, he played and like made some plays. Like, now, was like, that also? Am I wrong? Because now it's all about the stat, the yards and shit. That was probably back when getting 600 yards was like okay. He had himself a nice little season. No, no, no. If you look at his no, 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 no. If you so look if at you, his numbers, so even back then, if you get under a thousand, they're like, oh, that's a disappointing. season. Well, it was just like it wasn't. It was a blah. It, it didn't really. You, you, a thousand was a threshold, but really it's twelve hundred. If you can do twelve hundred, it's like you're truly a good running back. Yeah, you know. So it's like I also knew people that were my dad's age. The schedule was OJ did it in nine games. Yeah, yeah. He, he and he, and this generation can't do it in sixteen. Yeah, uh, OJ two thousand yards in eleven games. He, right? did, he, he did it in fourteen games. He averaged one hundred and forty three yards a game. He averaged one hundred and forty. That's crazy. I mean, he, you know, he well, I mean, I don't remember that season, but they truly say like seventy two, right? Seventy three. That truly, when he when he had that season, the quarterback was so bad that like, he was facing nine person fronts. And was still having these, like, he was that dominant he of an athlete. He was like Peyton, and I didn't understand this because I think by the time I got to football, you did need a bunch of pieces to make it work. Yeah. People that in my family said that, like, Walter Peyton single-handedly carried the Bears, like, single-handedly oh, won games for the Bears. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, they went to the playoffs in 77 and 79. They and hadn't been dog shit. They hadn't been in the playoffs since they won the 63 championship. So from 63 to 77... They hadn't made the playoffs, and he—I mean—he was the MVP of the league. He had oh, almost 1,900 yards rushing in a 14-game season. Like he was amazing, including the 275 game against the Vikings. I still love thinking of you, fucking <laughs> a young Adam Crocious, oh. throwing a fit because oh. a flu-ridden Walter Payton ran for 275 yards, a then record. That that record stood for over 20 years. Jamal Corey Lewis, Dillon, yeah, Corey, Corey Dillon, Dillon. Corey Dillon, and, and then Peterson broke it. Actually, I think Peterson has the high. He has 296. That's pretty amazing, you know. But I mean, it, 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 the point is. Like with him, and then and then in seventy nine they also went to the playoffs. They lost to the Cowboys in seventy seven, and they lost to the Eagles in seventy nine. It was all Walter Payton. Walter Payton was the reason why they were going to the playoffs. I mean, it was that was the reason why. You know, I mean, they had very little offense outside of him. Bringing it back to Jeff Saturday, yeah, I just realized yeah. why I brought up Jeff yeah, Saturday sure. forty minutes ago. Yeah, sure. Because they were talking about someone brought up the why Jeff Saturday could work out. Dungey, I remember when George Hallis. His little almost lisp. <laughs> I remember when George Hallis hired Mike Ditka to be the head coach of the Bears. Everybody yeah. was like, what? This is just a special teams coach, a hothead. Yeah. And he knew he had something in him. And I was yelling at the screen. I go, no, it's because he paid him like $50,000. He paid him a hundred grand a year. He was the lowest paid coach in professional football. He made a hundred grand a year. I've made over that in a year. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God. I mean, it, he, I didn't care. So everybody he a, knew what he was going to mold. Man, like, no, he 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 was the cheapest guy. Absolutely. He, and Dick said it. He had the famous quote: "Hallis threw on nickels like manhole covers." That was his line. That, that's why he went to he went to the Eagles and ended up with with the Cowboys. Ditka caught a touchdown in Super Bowl six. You know, against the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. You know, he's, I think he's the only guy to coach a, a team that wanted and, and have a touchdown. I remember game. watching, like, my dad had this VHS that was from the first Super Bowl and it ended at the Doug Williams Broncos Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh. That ages the tape. Yeah. That's great. That's a great <laughs> era of Super Bowls. I love it. Yeah. All the music and everything. Yeah. And they play, they show Mike, touchdown caught by Mike Ditka. And I remember as a kid being like, 
No, that's not the same Mike Ditka. Yeah, yeah, like there's yeah, got to be another Mike Ditka. Multiple Mike. No, it was Mike Ditka. Uh, that was always a. An that's like from the sev- early seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. He he played. He he was there until seventy three. That was the Ditka one Super Bowl that the Cowboys, maybe. I believe, wore their brown top, were their blue tops. They, uh, no, they no, no, didn't no. wear in Super Bowl five. They okay, did. yeah, five. They did n- n- not not in six, which which is the first one Landry won. Five is the one where they didn't score a touchdown, right? No, no, or, they, they or the lost the Dolphins, right? Uh, no, they lost the Colts. The Colts. Jim O'Brien, sixteen thirteen, was the final score. It's supposed to be a terrible game, I guess, a really bad football game. John Mackey had a touchdown. It was like tipped three times and caught it one seventy five yards. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they they were in the Super Bowl five times in the seventies for the NFC. The Cowboys won seventy. T.J. Watt activated from the IR. Uh, Wisconsin's very own. Oh, the Watt boys. You know, all the. I mean, Wisconsin just breeds men that could whack corn with their fucking with a karate chop. <laughs> the, yeah, it, it is a hardy these Midwestern men, boys. Yeah, these are big human beings up there. You a lot know. of stew in that fucking yeah. college. <laughs> Absolutely, they're playing Borscht. in Munich tomorrow. Don't they call it like linebacker U or something like that, or well, running back U? I mean, well, the running back wise, people always think running back, <clears throat> offensive line, but their linebackers have been very good. Uh, they've had a lot of pl- Van Ginkle, the guy who touched on against the Bears last week. So, and here know, this this will hype my family and you up as a Wisconsin fucking alum. They were going over like, what are we going to do at linebacker now that fucking Roquan's gone? And everybody's like, I think Sanborn's the guy. Oh yeah. Like, until they're not saying he's like going to be good, but like yeah. until they can get an, like Sanborn is the best option they got. Yeah. At at will. Wow. Wow. So this is the Jack Sanborn era this season. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you. Again, one thing about him, he is a sure tackler. You know you're yeah. in a rough spot when a special teams player is also playing linebacker. And like starting. You know yeah. what I mean? Like starting, not backing up. Doing yeah. double duty, boy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Little Charles Woodson out there. Well, you know, and so I give him credit for, they're just like, we got to get two or three more draft picks next year because we got to get more bodies in here, you know? And again, for their draft, they better draft some offensive linemen. They better draft some offensive linemen, you know? Ooh, what do we got here? Halftime. Oh, look at these psychopaths. There we go. This is in Austin. I never. I never. Look at that. We lost. Let's go. We lost. <laughs> like, look at that shit. I know. History of about DKR. Hundred and four thousand. Second largest in history. That's a lot. Hey, Let's see what up? TCA. You know, I, I I love college football. Go Frogs. I, I haven't watched much this year. But, uh, Badgers lost today. TCU up ten three. Boy. Texas is another one of those. I think every and that's I think college is getting bitten more than the pros because I think by the time coaches get to the pros, they're just better at making something out of nothing. College is all about hiring like Sarkeesian, Jim, all these like spread offense guys, you know, and it's like Texas. It's not lighting up like they like Texas was supposed to be like they're going to challenge Alabama, even Alabama. Yeah. Has been kind of dog shit. Yeah. Well, I don't think maybe, maybe by their standards, but they're still pretty damn good. Well, they're they're like ninth in the nation. They've lost two. They and they almost lost to Ole Miss today. Wow. Ooh, that went after. Is that a flag? Yeah. What, what, what I say about coaches, and I was making this point before too, it's a carousel, man. Guys are rotated. They go one, two, three years, maybe max somewhere. They go somewhere else. They're all over the place. There's so much like cross section. Look how thick kickers are in college oh oh, oh. i mean again like that's it, why getting drafted as a kicker has to be a bummer because they're just like man i gotta get into shape now <laughs> yeah i mean weight. they're actually bigger now you know what i mean kickers i gotta wear like, gotta wear a single digit number now i can't be number 87 <laughs> coming free no wonder they think they can block when no one's picking them up probably knock the 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, how many times have you the wind knocked out of you? Oh, it's like a panic moment. I it's truly it. one of the most terrifying yes. moments in my life is when you get the wind knocked out of you. Or have you ever sat on your have you ever knocked your tailbone into something oh yeah like you're it and it's just like a real deep like yeah 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 absolutely i've heard stories of wrestlers breaking their tailbone on suplexes oh and i was like i can't imagine the horror i can't imagine the panic that goes through your but body. But they have good good health insurance because Vince McMahon is a good <laughs> human being, you know. You can he afford it, pal. Yeah. Allowing guys to come. Look at how they're dressed. Are they dressed like fucking old frontiersmen? It looked like they were know. like it's Sacagaweas a, out there. Is it g- g- uh, gender neutral or something? I have no idea. Are they, are they Texas woke? Demercado. But I, uh, uh, so it's a carousel. And so I, I uh, we'll see. We'll see with the Vikings. I mean, you know what they, you know. I, I think that they've they, they're going to be in games. I, I think people have been somewhat dis, dis, uh, dismissive of them, but they're going to be in games. They actually kind of believe in what they're doing. Oh now, yeah, you know. So that that account, that counts for something. You think you're still in games? I give them credit, man. When they're down, they don't choke like man. I, do you know how many bars I stormed out of during the Mike Tice era? I mean, by the second quarter, it was out. over. I've seen you, know? you storm out in wins. Yeah, exactly. So I can only imagine. What? what I, but I saw blow out by the second quarter. I'm like, I can't watch this, you know, because it's, it's. I've seen the formula. I know what. I'm not a fair weather fan. Why go through the torture of watching them lose a game unless it's a very important game and you got to watch it pillar to post? Championship games, playoff games. You know, you got to watch those. But I think I think health wise, they're going to wear down, and that's going to affect them late in the season, and, and that's a problem. You know, they're just it's whatever because the, the game is a grind. But they've been relatively healthy, so I've been happy about that. But they're starting a new defensive back. This guy, a rookie out of Missouri, is going to be playing. He's I think he's decent. You know, he's got a half a season under his belt now, so he's not a complete rookie. He made three good plays. Look at last that pit week. stop right there. That was huh? good. That was good. Like a very goddamn good, good fucking work. Red Bull pit stop yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have the tires ready. So yeah, so we'll see. I think that I, I was down on their defense early in the season, but the last three games, their defense has actually played better. They've been getting better pre- uh, better pressure on the quarterback, you know? So Darius Smith Smith and Hunter have been playing well. So that bodes well for their future. If those guys can play a full season, the defense is going to be okay. Trying to catch a little bit of Wonder Woman here, but we keep catching I know, on the commercial. It's weird. I think we're going to leave it because I Wonder do. Woman. Do, 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 this do, and the do, Six do, Million do. Dollar Man I always watched because it, when I would come home from school, it would be, it would go Six Million Dollar Man. I'd always come home from school and the end of Six Million Dollar Man would be on. I'd be completely uninterested in that show. Yeah. And then The Incredible Hulk would come on. I fucking loved Bill Bixby in the, and the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Truly one of my favorite shows as a kid. Excellent, man. And then after that, Wonder Woman would start, but my parents would be home, so they'd kick me off the TV by okay. that time. So that was always, but I'd always watch the beginning of Wonder Woman. So I don't quite have the wank bank yeah. feelings that most people do with Linda Carter. My yeah. dad fucking loves Linda Carter. Yeah. I'm more of an I Dream of Jeannie guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, Barbara Eden was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Look at this. This is great. This is great. Oh, yeah. I think I remember this episode. This is in season one. 
Oh yeah, season yeah. one, episode nine. I the, think the, it's the, a, this. There's like a spaceship episode. The Outer man. Space Council of Planets sends an emissary, Tim O'Connor, to Earth, where he attracts it, where he takes attention from Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> they love the Nazis. This I is love probably it. like trying to ride the back of Hogan's Heroes a little bit. But also, it's just whatever. It's also your Jewish influence. No, uh, it's. Uh, but you still believe they are capable this of this sound. It's like they just play scenes from Star Trek over this. <laughs> when, when you hear that sound is, is a classic 70s like science fiction sound. It's a computer processing information. Or is it light bright? I don't know. That's what I love a Foley artist. The guy who has to go out and get those yeah. sounds. They hear their little dipshit nephew banging their head against something like, can you do that again? <laughs> Give yourself CT. You know, fucking uh, the fucking blasters in star wars is the lines of an you know the fucking a power line right yeah it's the things that are holding the power line up he was just, just hitting it wah, wah, like that's the wow. fucking sound of the fucking that's and hilarious I and i think one of his like a, a kid's toy had the little beeps and he was like wait what is that and he used a series of beeps to make the r2 language for, for yeah no that makes sense did you ever see well, the just movie, keep looking the movie blowout no uh with with john travolta it came out in 1980 Brian De Palma directed it. Uh, honestly, dude, watch it. I think you'll like it. It's dated, but you'll like it. Dude, do you know what I watch? Speaking of old movies. Ooh, ooh, I'm curious. What is it? Driven from the year 2001 with oh. Sly Stallone and Kit Pardue. Wow. So here's why I watched it. I love IndyCar. You know that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that movie is about the 2001 FedEx Kart Championship Series, which was like the Indy Racing League's opposing league it was superior but it's funny because sly stallone wanted to do a movie about formula one but they wouldn't let him near any of those secrets it's like a space formula there like they're very yeah yeah they don't let you in on their shit because he wanted to learn everything about it so he was just like all right i'll do indycar (laughs) and so i watched days of thunder and then driven back to back and they each have their own flaws and you could tell driven tried to play off a little bit of days of thunder Days of Thunder got the racing. Like the races is are exciting in Days of Thunder. Wow. Everything else is garbage. Yeah. Nicole Kidman's character could have brought in as like a female race team, but I feel like that was that blew their mind in the eighties of like <laughs> it's all men. Even though you look at a fucking pit crew or any sort of race team now, like there's women there. Yeah. So they just shoehorn her in as the doctor. It happens too late in the movie. It puts at least That's an like hour Kelly on the Lynch movie. and Roadhouse. It you puts know? at least an hour on the movie. Them just introducing Nicole Kidman enough to where it's not like rape when he tries to fucking bang her. Yeah. They got married. I mean, th- th- that's where they met. That's the movie they met on, you know? Now, wow. Driven, which is pretty much the IndyCar version, and uh, racing movies always do this thing that has got to stop. The idea that the driver has panic attacks when it gets too tight. Yeah. They do yeah, it in yeah. Days of Thunder, and Kit Pardue, he starts having like panic attacks. Because he's like the hot rookie and Bo Brandenburg is like this German fucking. Ra- he's like the this best machine, driver. Like I'm a European. I'm a Uberman. And I'm even a- the name's Bo Brandenburg. And then Kit <laughs> Pardue's character is like Johnny A. Kip. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kit Pardue's the name of the exactly, actor. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, here we go. She turns into. I love this show because they didn't necessarily have the rights to all the DC stuff. So they have to say like the intergalactic planet crew. Yeah. yeah, yeah she kicks ass. It was like one move, an arm whip, <laughs> took I him down. <laughs> Listen to this. It's like a disco. <laughs> Listen to this. I guess she was a huge, like she's, 
like in the LGBT community. Oh, she's Linda huge. Is a, is a because I guess she's very like supportive too. Yeah, you know? and like because they're like they're her biggest fans. But you know? movies in the two thousands and late nineties and Driven is a perfect example of this. First of all, the racing is shit. Yeah, they try and make it like. I feel like they just were like, okay, she's all that's popular. Let's take the songs from she's all that and we'll put it to some racing scenes. <laughs> and like, it just was all, they tried to have the vibe of the nineties, yeah, like nineties yeah. movies and to like, it was all vibes and like, <laughs> we'll have some songs in it and like some cool quick cuts and we'll show all the action. We'll throw the action at them. Like it really was just a nauseating formula. <laughs> and at the, as a kid, I liked it, but I can only yeah. imagine like looks you dated now. being like, dude, with yeah. these fucking movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of movies are. I was Mr. Independent back. I saw Requiem for a Dream at yeah. the, uh, in the theater. Here, let's I do saw this. That. I want to do this just to, like, I got to show yeah. you some of Driven. Sure. Absolutely. I, I, I'm into it, man. I, I think it's like great this. Idea. If I was going to describe what a quintessential, terrible early 2000s movie is, yeah. I'd show him Driven. I want to watch this movie every day because <laughs> it's, it's bad good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Moonraker. We still got that. We watched that movie, by the way, guys, on this show for 45 minutes, and they didn't get to the moon at all. <laughs> and they didn't even uh, bust you over it. That, that, that's how they knew how, how unpopular it was. They didn't care. Go ahead, Basil. Watch Moonraker. No one, there are no, there's no copyright infringement going on by you watching Moonraker. Oh, the no. worst of the Roger Moores. The worst of the Roger Moonraker. Here we go. Moonraker is bad. It's uh, the whole fucking driven, it, the whole Noah's Ark. Look at how motif. many movies are called Driven. <laughs> oh, I believe it. But like Driven is like a, on the level of like it's the IndyCar version of fucking any given Sunday. Oh, is it also this classic trope of like we're gonna have the young hot stars? So Sly Stallone is Joe Tanto. He's the old retired driver who's got to come out. He, it's Rocky Five, but race car driving. Burt Reynolds. It's is not in only this? it's not only Rocky as a race car movie. It's Rocky Five as a race car driver movie where he has to come in and like coach up the new driver. And Burt eight, Reynolds so- is Carl Henry. He's the race team leader. Kit Party's Johnny Bly. He's like the hot young rookie. Oh yeah, Bo Brandenburg is like the villain. But that's the thing about this movie is at some point, like they become friends, and then the last thirty minutes is just kind of like a montage of them like <laughs> prepping for a race. It's wild. Uh, Gina, Gina Gershon. Gershon Let's man. go through this cast. A Look little at bit. this cast. Reynolds was still Reynolds was still riding high off the boogie nights. This I, poor girl is just literally a toy in oh, the movie. W- w- she wasn't she also in the Planet of the Apes movie? We'll see. She was in the Yes, pla- she was. Yeah. Look at that. Look at yeah, yeah, she was. That's it. Those are her two movies. No, she's got more. That's oh. just what's on Plex. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. This guy was in fucking SLC Punk. He was the German guy in SLC Punk. Look at all his movies. He's got some movies. You know, he's been in some stuff. But Gina yeah. Gershon, man. Let's show, let's, wow. let's watch this shit, dude. Gina Gershon. Oh, they're obviously focusing on her, of course. Well, <laughs> no, that's the thing. She's not. She's oh, like, oh. she plays Bo Brandenburg's wife, and he dumps her because he's having bad luck. It's like the first 20 minutes of the movie. You know, I just need to win. So she fucks Johnny Bly, Kit Pardue's character, to like get back at Bo Brandenburg. And then Sly Stallone is like, hey, you got to get rid of the girl. She's playing with you. She's just trying to make the guy jealous. And then like, and then (laughs) thank you for the the, the relationship. And then she does leave him. She leaves Kit Pardue for Bo Brandenburg again. Okay. Or Johnny Bly. I keep calling him Kit Pardue. Uh, The whole 
again, uh, I got to give credit to my buddy Eric Acosta. He said there was a time in, in American movie history. Rennie Harlan. There was a time in, in, in American movie history where the most popular movie stars were, were, were a guy who talked like, oh, I will get you. I will take you down. And a guy who was like, oh, hey, <laughs> Gloria, oh, Joe, what are you doing? That? You got to do that. It's literally like it was like a series of grunts and groans also, when they spoke. You know, all of these like facts outright lies like 900 million people maybe live but like indycar was getting terrible numbers cart and indycar were getting awful numbers that's why they had to remerge because like the split was awful for the sport yeah and that's another thing before i start that could have been the story so there was this big indycar split happening with like cart was the og it would be like if the nfl had an owner like let's say jerry jones was like i'm starting my own league and i'm taking the super bowl yeah yeah. Like that's what the Indy Racing League was. So Cart was like struggling with like being like we're clearly the best league, but everybody loves this new Indy Racing League just because they have the Indy 500. Yeah. And that's why it remerged because the lore of the Indy 500 was just too much for some of the big teams. Yeah. So yeah. that could have been the plot to yeah, this yeah, exactly. of like we're trying to stay afloat with this new dog shit hot rock, yeah. hot shot yeah. indie racing league. I like that. There's a certain there's a reality in that. And you, you know could what I mean? put like that's yeah. where rivalries happen. I'm just like, oh my god, why didn't they involve that at all? And again, basically the plot line is it's a romance kind of th- well, so overlapped on a they, driving. They they let you go. So Bo Bo Brandenburg is the hot shot in cart. Okay. And J- Johnny Bly is this young rookie who nobody thought was going to be good, and he almost wins the title. So the movie starts with the next season and he starts having panic attacks whenever he gets like to the end of a race and he crashes out. So Burt Reynolds hires Sly Stallone to come come in and like cool the kid down. A driver whisperer. Yeah. You know, just and like. And then the- through all of that, all of the romances and like pe- and like pettiness and action happens. But look at how they cram it in at you. 20 races. That is true. There are 20 races. One championship. And they did also, get the rights. Graphics. It's called the FedEx Cart Championship. Okay. Like the, the logo you see in this was the logo of the actual league. Yeah. Roller coasters. <laughs> roller, roller. Like, do you see the vibe? Yeah. 2000, 9 11 hasn't happened yet. I know exactly. Yeah, what do you think? In your perception, Keith. It's Long Beach, baby. In your perception, Keith, uh, pre-September. What's the difference between a pre-September 11th movie and a post-September 11th movie? What is a pre-September 11th movie? I think anything post-September 11th, I feel like there is a outright. There's kind of like a tone of like it happened. Yeah. Like there's there's just a joyfulness to these movies that like you can tell some a tragedy like that just wasn't in the cards creatively for people yeah like now i think you just have to be more sensitive to death in general yeah like they would murk people in movies <laughs> with impunity oh yeah oh, absolutely like car yeah. wrecks even in this like people like there would be a big ex- there is a big explosive wreck and i'm sure in the movies people were like Fuck yeah! Oh, <laughs> like it was just because there was such a detachment from like well our life is great yeah. So like yeah. this isn't reality. Yeah. This is yeah, like yeah. this would it's never thr- yeah. this would yeah. never happen yeah. in real life yeah. is a phrase that was said often. Yeah. And I think 9-11 broke that in people. Yeah. Of like, oh, it can happen in real life. Yeah. Like 9-11 was like a fucking movie. 
Oh yeah, well, absolutely. I remember when that happened. So here yeah. it is. It, he went from unknown rookie to hot shot before the, before the first credit roll, dude. <laughs> you know how much story they just told you in twenty five seconds? Yeah, absolutely. There he is. Oh, 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 oh! He was in a. Wasn't he's in he fucking in a, uh, uh, Rules of Attraction? He's in Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. He's he, Sunshine he's the in Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah. He's the quarterback who, who came from like California. Wow. Whatever happened to him? What, what, what's he do now? What's his? Oh, he's got. He's he's like he does stuff like yeah. probably mostly independent. But he had a he probably made enough money in the two thousands that he's laid up now. Probably married some fucking costume designer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he has a couple kids. Yeah, how'd you do, man? He just doesn't look like a race car driver. Back then, and this is what they didn't get right. And Ali, I could even pause it and show you. Indie car drivers at the time looked like stepdads. Like, they weren't athletic. They weren't really young. Like, even Jeff Gordon had, like, a caterpillar mustache, (laughs) a mullet. Like, he looked terrible. Like, they weren't good-looking guys. (laughs) Like, the big racers at this time were, like, Paul Tracy. Even Greg Moore, who died in in the year 2000, was, like, they they all wore those glasses that you had to put over the, the rim of your ear. Like you oh, took yeah. the glasses and yeah. had to physically put them over. Like they just looked like fucking dorks. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm sure it was jarring to race fans of like, who's this fucking hot <laughs> dude? Douche. I know, I know. <laughs> like that's not Paul Tracy. That's not fucking Rick Mears. It's so <laughs> That's not fucking Brian Herda. Yeah, yeah. Rick Mears, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. He's forever. That's not Buddy Lazier. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. Let's watch more of this. I want to see more of it. Yeah, the tone of it is like, I mean, it's definitely like, it's trying they, to be hot. They you know? took IndyCar and they tried to make it kind of like the NFL. Like this yeah. is sexy and young people watch it, and it's like no, no. stepdads and uncles yeah, and yeah. people who, who drink cheap are beer. racist watch yeah. fucking car yeah, racing. Absolutely. These people. IndyCar a little less. NASCAR got the hicks because NASCAR is based in fucking rum running yeah, and fucking absolutely. hillbilly shit. <laughs> hillbilly. That's lore. why it's called stock car. I this is what I this is more fascinating than actual NASCAR. So the reason the cars are stripped down like that and the decals are, you had to strip as much weight down as possible so you could like fit more alcohol in it. Yeah, and it had to be light so you could race fast, but it also had to look like a a real car. So they would put yeah. sticker lights on it and like a sticker grill. And like, that's why NASCARs have all the stickers and it doesn't have real lights and real grills. Cause yeah. like, that's what they made the cars look like when they wanted to fool the cops, but they still had to run fucking beer to the Midwest. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Moonshine across County lines and stuff, you know, like, but it still had to look like a regular car. God, she was oh. acted like this. Oh, here oh. he's breaking up. That's strange. Why can't you just respect what I need? I need pussy and wins. You're having a bad season and you're throwing me out of your life. This is my life. This is this is this is like any given Sunday. It's Lauren Holly yelling at fucking Randy Quaid. I even give movies a chance because I fucking love Days of Thunder. I think it's better than Top Gun. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I have never see. I didn't like Cruise. I've never seen it. You know, his next movie was Far and Away was after that. I feel Nicole like Kibbe. they did a better and even Days of Thunder could have done a better job of actually involving real race. So in the Days of Thunder era, 
the thing they could have involved. And they kind of did a little bit. So Tom Cruise enters the movie as an IndyCar driver who lost his car. And he was this amazing IndyCar driver. So they're just like, oh, we'll try him out in a stock car. And that's yeah. kind of the story of Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon grew up down the street from the Indy Motors. Yeah, because he's from Indiana. And he wanted to race an IndyCar. And he said, like, well, it's hard to get in. You know, there's only two teams that really have all the money. It's kind of like yeah. an elitist. A lot of people thought it was elitist. It's getting too much like Formula One, too European. If you're not in Penske or Chip Ganassi racing, yeah. like, you're fucked. Yeah. And the young racers were all racing ovals, dirt ovals. So yeah. like, and at that time, IndyCar was all road courses. So like the young drivers just didn't know how to drive the courses. So yeah. they would get in the IndyCars and then drive like shit. Yeah. So Jeff Gordon famously chose NASCAR, even though he had driven open wheel his whole life. Interesting. And I feel like they could have done that more in Days of Thunder. It turns out that his like dad was a... A dirty his dad was like a, a dirty businessman and lost him his sponsorship and he lost his car in IndyCar. So he goes to NASCAR. So, so that, that, that's basically you know, that's Tom Cruise's kind of uh, yeah. back backstory, whatever. But they do get the vibe of NASCAR, right? It's all like fucking John C. Riley, Hillbilly, yeah. like fucking the sponsorship, like the vibe of the of the racing is all right. They nail the racing in Days of Thunder. Good for interesting. I'll, I'll watch. Cause I'll be honest with you. <gasps> I, I, I didn't want to see it because I did not like. You'll Tom laugh Cruz. at it. It's pretty yeah. outrageous. And then well, you Duvall got, is in it though. Well, Duvall plays the he plays the car builder and like he's the head of his pit crew. Like yeah. his whole team, and he's like, God damn it, boy, you got it. He teaches him about that's what's also cool is. He, it's kind of like a Brett Favre thing. You know, famously, Brett Favre went to Andy Reid and was like, I don't know what a nickel defense is. Yeah. So in Days of Thunder, they're talking to him about drafting and like you got to get behind his wind tunnel and use yeah. him to slingshot. And Tom Cruise is like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, what? He's like, I don't know how to drive. Like, all I know is how to drive the car. I don't know any of the racing terms. Oh, interesting. So like that's the first barrier of the movie is they essentially have to teach him how to be a race car driver. They have like a montage sequence. Oh, yeah. Of course. He's ready then. And then his thing isn't isn't panic attacks. It's like he doesn't know how to. He he gets nervous when he's next to the wall. He always gets shoved into the wall. Okay. And then Robert and then he always like blows out the engine like the whole movie. He's blowing engines and they think it's because he's a hot shot. And then there's this brig breakdown moment where Robert Duvall, it's because you're afraid to die. Admit it. You're scared. So you blow that engine out. <laughs> and Tom Cruise is looking all like, you got me. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember seeing Tom Cruise uh, on Arsenio Hall while he was filming that movie. And he was like, his eyes were glazing. I'm like, when you work with a Duvall, you see a master like Robert Duvall. He was getting deep on Arsenio Hall, you know. Cruz, was, it was always the hot shot. He was just the hot shot. And you could tell they took a little of IRL and mixed it with cart because they couldn't do road courses for scenes because in the turns and road courses, you have to slow down to like 40 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not the straightaways because those car, you got to like, and then they make the turns and then they get going. Yeah. So you could tell they stuck to the ovals because it's the most attractive racing. Yeah. And they could another thing they could have done about cart. The thing that killed cart is they did start running more ovals to compete. But the cars are so fast and needed to go at such speeds to hang on those banks. The drivers were getting like vertigo driving the cars like it was affecting their equilibrium. Wow. And like people wow. were crashing as a result wow. of it. You are going fast. Yeah. You are going fast, man. At ground level, you're going fast. And it gives the 
So this this is the whole movie, dude. Like they shoehorn a plot into this. <laughs> and then we'll let's we'll see if they I can go to Stallone. I'll see if we can go to That's Stallone. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> he's like work he's like working in a barn, like working on like tractor parts. And they they call him on his landline. Hey, oh, here it is. I fucking come, missed it a little God, bit. God, this this was just Stallone. It's just over. Can the I top. wear sunglasses and a hat? Can I just? He wear wrote a this fucking movie. That guy's writing career is pretty amazing. Yeah. It's how fast you get up the counts. It's just Rocky's so plot. You know. Oh, this is his dude. brother. His brother is his agent. Okay. That's another plot. His brother's like doesn't have his best interest at heart. He's all about the sponsors, not the driving man. Uh, that was wasn't that dude in a in a, a dead poet society? Wasn't the guy who killed himself? I think so. In a dead poet society. Yeah. I, I could have yeah. been. I could have been John Cusack. Exactly. <laughs> they were grooming for bigger things. It didn't happen. You know. That, that, that reminds me. Whenever I see, have you ever seen Carlito's Way? No, but I I've seen parts and it looks like a, a terrible film. Oh, I'd watch it. Dude. It's a De Palma movie. I'm giving you two De Palma movies to watch. Uh, uh, you should watch Blowout because the reason why you should watch Blowout is he's he's, he's a Foley guy. That, that that is uh, oh yeah that that, that is uh, Travolta's character. He's a Foley guy going out into nature to record nature sounds oh, for and a he gets horror a movie, fucking... and, and and he records a political murder, or maybe not. He records it, and, and it's him figuring out what's going on. You'd like John Lithgow, isn't it? Lithgow's good. He's a good bad guy. Yeah, I want to. I'm trying to get to the scene where they call Stallone. They're trying to get to the scene when Burgess Meredith comes in. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you're shifting gears, you gotta here do it is, that. Here it is. Look at that. No race. No fucking Roger Penske didn't have an office like yeah, exactly. that at the time. Yeah, that, that, that wood paneling and shit. Yeah, exactly. So Brandenburg won because fucking Tommy Bly crashed and she's crushed because like she thought like you dumped me and you're going to fucking regret it. But he won the, race. Won the race. So it like shows that like, oh, maybe I was his bad luck because I'm a woman. I like her trying to get into an emotional state. Just look down. I mean, all of this. They they like some of it. The crane's realistic. Good fucking Reynolds. Burt Reynolds living it's up. It's like they took NASCAR's vibe and its scene and they put it into IndyCar. Yeah. IndyCar was dying at this era. Yeah. It's crazy. I used to kind of like watching Indy. When IndyCar I was a rules. Kid, you know? Formula One is better cars but indy's better racing because they yeah. all drive the same car so it's all about driving skill like yeah. formula one it's red bull ferrari and mercedes and it, then it's the equipment if you don't root for those teams you're a loser yeah yeah you're in it for Look the, at that fuck you're in it for the logo at that point he's got his trophy case you know hey don't call i'm a successful man i'm just here sweating you know Nostalgia. Look, at look at that old picture of that's the 70s. guarantee you that is them in studio of 54 course, of course it is you don't know i'm burt reynolds you're not gonna let me in <laughs> that's them not getting let into studio exactly 54. yeah by steve rebel that's, that's steve rebel on the right there the little receding hairline you yeah know? uh yeah with, with fucking luca brazzi in the background back again, there when i again when i was a kid uh keith burt reynolds was the biggest movie star from 77 to 82 he had the highest grossing movie every fucking year it was every year the highest grossing movie. Cannonball Run. I mean, he was a he was a star, a flat out USDA prime star. You think you can push it to the ragged edge? Yeah, I think so. And the fear, it's gone. Fear is never gone. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Is he paying homage to 
to to to, uh, to Cobra with, with his toothpick that's actually yeah, a match. Yeah, maybe. You know, you're driving for me oh. again, Joseph. Welcome back to the big show. He just fires. Oh, that's another side plot too. So he has to shit can the second driver to get Stallone on, okay. and Gina Gershon is the wife of that second driver. She's all pissed. Yeah. So then they have to. So Sly starts fucking up, and they bring back the dude. They kick Sly to the curb, and they bring back the other teammate, and he fucking crashes. And that's the turning point of like the almost the fucking big rising action moment is the guy they shit can gets into an accident, flips his car into a lake, yeah. and it's upside down in the lake. And Tommy Bly stops racing and goes to save him. And then Bo Brandenburg, the German, has an opportunity to win the race, and he also stops. And it, like, binds the two of them together. And it's like, we aren't enemies anymore. And now they're like, and then it just becomes everybody rooting for Tommy to win the cart championship at the end of the season. Like, that's the final scene is just like, he's got to win this race to win the title. And then everybody's cheering for him because they put mechanisms in place that, like, Everybody at during the point of the movie yeah. gets on this guy's side, even his enemies. Yeah. Interesting. So again, it's just it's, what car racing just, can it, do. Car racing brings people together. <laughs> it's just Rocky. That's all it is. It's, yeah. you know, I mean, rehashing it, you know, I mean, you know, Stallone boy, whatever you want to say about that, that guy's got some staying power. Whatever you want to say about that guy. Let me see if he's I can holding on for random, dear life. He's a, a random pre- moment. preposterous human being. <laughs> he's a preposterous human being, I think. Look at that! Even the fire. Look at the, and Gina Gershon. Is that is Stallone? And does he have the American flag all draped over his body? There is that him from Rocky Four. I love that sound. Well, those that are ba- short-haired girl is the her role in this is the one that like doesn't say much. But you can tell, like, okay, she's going to get with Sylvester Stallone. She's the, like, I knew you had it in you all along, big yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Is it Janine Turner from uh, Northern Exposure? No, it's... Oh, I'm sorry, uh, that was Cliffhanger. It's, uh... Oh, no. No, 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 no. He still makes movies, you know? <laughs> oh, fuck. They're accessible. His movies are accessible. It's this chick, Stacey Edwards. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stacey Edwards. Forget her. Yeah. Well, Driven probably happened. I miss this era when cigarettes were able to be sponsors. Oh, yeah. Look at that cool car. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Cool. Man. See, look how they got to slow down. That's why they got to yeah. show it from ahead because they literally yeah. just had to slow down to get to this fucking. You got to race this time because we are we're driven. We're yeah. so driven. See, look at Stallone. Is Stallone is, is he draped in the American flag there? It, no, no, yeah, it does. Rocky Four. He's, oh, this is where it's too. Nextel is his fucking sponsor. Excuse me. Come up here for just one second, please. Can I talk to you? You're doing this all wrong. I know. I am charming. Okay. I do everything wrong. I do everything wrong. I am a fuck. Look at this. Look at this cast of that time. Wow. Like, this movie's two hours on the dot. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> doesn't knew. need to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what's why? There's probably 30 minutes they cut out. It's like my guy. Something to prove here. Here it is. Here's the crash. 
so Gershon is like, she's like fucking stage mom. She's got the headphones on now. Come on, baby, come on, come on, come on. Is that Sarah Palin? So she's out to prove that he's a better driver than Stallone. This is the, like, they just shit can Stallone and now the other driver's in their car. Memo. His name is Memo. Memo, you're too close. gonna play bass. That looked like the fucking. This is intense. This is intense. We're driven. Looks like that fucking collision at the Dallas Air Show today. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, actually. we'll watch that after oh, this man. scene. Like a couple airplanes? Two warplanes collided at a Dallas oh, Air Show. Oh, that's awful. Jesus. Yeah. Look at, come on. <laughs> it's like a fucking 737 exploding. No fucking car has ever. She's not panicking yet. It's like she's like, <laughs> she's looking anxiously at it. Yeah. By the way, they would never race with that much rain. There, there would yeah, be a yeah. red. There would be a, a yellow flag. Yeah, exactly. Because you'd hydroplane, right? Well, maybe you can put your rain tires on. Indy cars are a little bit more aerodynamic, so they could put not puddles like that. You yeah. can't have puddles on the track, and that car wouldn't be able to do that. He could stop. Like you can't drive those cars like regular cars. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. almost can't turn them. Like you yeah. have to be going a certain speed for them to even turn. Well, I mean, basically, you get that fiber. That body is like a. It's like a spaceship. Yeah, it's a little mini spaceship. It's all your. It's your mode. You're driving. Come a, on, this is amazing. You're essentially driving a cage that has fiberglass around it. This is absurd. Got to get that Nextel logo in there. Exactly. <laughs> Let you know really what the fucking future is placement. all about. At some point, Sprint will buy this company. Wasn't that the guy who ran for Senate in, 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 in Nevada? Yeah, <laughs> Nextel. <laughs> Sorry. A little callback to a. We're filming a man possibly. Look at Gershon. Well, no, she's is just, just like she's just, turning her on. I, know, I was like, what's happening? This is hot, baby. Wouldn't you be running over there? This is just his strategy, baby. Target.com. Oh, that was back when the dot com was like, whoa. Absolutely, man. That was hardcore product. That's not gonna. That's not gonna last. It's, <laughs> it's a passing fad. You key. can't hack a building. You know what? So what? Come on, man. Two people watching. Thank you very much. This is absurd. It's absurd. I love it. And there's a burning tree. I could watch this movie every day, wow. and I think I will. Wow. Because I love IndyCar. I love open wheel racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open wheel, yeah, yeah. We've got Fly and Brandenburg to help a man who... I'm upset that I can... will never... She already said our child will never be allowed to become a race car driver. <laughs> Even though it's safe, like, no one dies doing it now. Like, those no. cars, you're strapped to that car. Take a breath, Memo. Come on. Take a breath, Memo. Uh, I thought it was someone peeing. This is a pivotal point of the movie. No, it's, it's the fuel. The fuel is in the lake now. Oh, it's catching fire. We're all bonded like brothers now. The rest of the movie doesn't matter because all the tension <laughs> of the characters is resolved. <laughs> and now we're just going to cheer for me for the rest of the movie. That's an odd choice. You know what I mean? 38 minutes of tugging on Kit Pardue's balls. 
Wow. Yeah, we'll take a break. Yeah, it's a break. Uh, so we're going to take a break and we'll come back and it'll be 1995. Awesome. Thank you for watching live, by the way, for the two people. If you don't subscribe, uh, click on that follow button. Uh, we do this, you know, multiple times a week. I watch TV and just futz around. Be back in about 10, 15 minutes. 10 minutes. I'll be back in 10, I promise. No, they're not all savages. I'm an anachronism, Gorel. I'm a romantic. I still have faith. You're wrong. These people are savages. And if they kill you, Andros, I will lose a friend. And their planet will be destroyed in any case. Teaching him to ride a bike? That's Parenting 101. But mom, get green light and teach him what it takes to buy a bike. Nice shot. Crushing chores, getting paid, and buying a... Ooh, cool bike. Then, teach him how to buy stock in a bike company. Teach him how to be smart about money, and he'll go far. Super far! Oh, hey, mom! Navigate the world of money together. Invest in your best investment. Green light. At Rulala, feel like a million bucks without paying the price. Seize the deals on top names. this much damage? About three minutes. With Pantene Pro-V Deep Fortifying Treatment. Deep conditioning used to take me at least 20 minutes. Now it takes just three. Pantene Pro-V. For hair so healthy it shines. Why wait? Atmosphere. You open the gate. You put in the tape.
A great face says it all. Without saying Man, you two hung through all that audio nonsense. Thank you. That was a mess. This is the real commercial. Back in about six minutes. Not only deep cleans, it conditions too, which leaves your face looking and feeling so healthy. You will always have great face. Noxzema. There is no blood. No one dies. This is Zoop, the game. And we're so sure you'll get hooked. We're offering you this great deal. Rent Zoop and get a second video game rental free at Blockbuster Video. Zoop, if you start, you won't stop. Go to the hole with flair. Quick and strong. Play that tough D. Smile. Do no wrong. Sign autographs. Many autographs. Be an inspiration. Work hard. Have fun. Enjoy the infatuation. But remember, listen to moms. Take your advice. When you go out to play, always dress nice. Different issues, different strengths, different needs. It's a revolutionary form of antiperspirant that recognizes the difference between men and women. It's Secret Ultra Dry, a superior form that will keep you drier than any other. Secret, strong enough for a man, but made with ultra dryness for you. When it comes to the music of the 90s, anything goes. Music today is everywhere. No need to label it. If it's good, we'll play it. That's why we got Living in the 90s. Two and a half hours of the coolest songs on two CDs and two cassettes. Check it out. Can't touch this. There's only one thing left to say about living in the 90s. You're unbelievable. To order, call the number on your screen or send check or money order. Two CDs, $26.99. Two cassettes, $21.99. Rush delivery available. Living in the 90s is not sold in stores. What to wear, what to wear, what to do with this skanky hair. Before becoming a geeky freak, check out MTV's Makeover Madness Week. We'll show you how to look hot and trendy with style tips that are budget friendly. We'll do your face, your hair, your clothes, because frankly, babe, your whole look blows. For those of you who don't look heinous, get some tips from the rich and famous. It's MTV's Makeover Madness, all this week at 6. Watch the show for styling new tricks. This Friday, you are invited to the black tie event of the season. Enjoy it. While it lasts. The very words I live by. GoldenEye, rated PG-13, starts Friday. Bon Jovi, These Days, the new album from Bon Jovi. There are some days you'll never forget. Bon Jovi, These Days, on sale now.
Available on Mercury CDs and cassettes. Specially priced now at our Camelot Music locations. AWOL just moved in here, and already I got them pegged. I'll bet 5R gets wake-up calls from collection agencies. The blonde on three is not a woman without enemies. She makes sure her packages aren't ticking. That Salito guy's well-connected. Let's say the family business ain't a dry cleaner. <laughs> the thing I don't know is, who's that guy who's always snooping around? I thought that was my job. The City, the new daytime series starting Monday on ABC. You gotta watch The City. Hey, get poppin', this is a taste you can't resist. I say, put a can in every hand to the Pringles twist like this. Pop a top, well, keep it fresh, flip it in. Grab a stack of your favorite snack, let the fun begin. There's no stopping once you're poppin'. Hey, wake up, don't get caught holding that bag. Hey, that's no party, greasy pieces are a drag. There's no stopping once you're poppin'. Once you're poppin', you which size kids were you wearing when they stopped delivering milk? When you got too big to be carried? When your mother was the prettiest woman on earth? Which size kids were you wearing when you learned to take a compliment? And you started to hold your father's hand again? Which size kids will you be wearing when the first of your friends gets married? And which size kids will you be wearing when a woman walks on Mars? Kids never stop growing. Arizona is not just a state of the union. It's a state of mind. Arizona Jeanswear, from the original Arizona Jean Company. It's more about attitude and latitude. It's clothes for people who think and people who care. It's clothes that fit your head. Arizona, great prices, great jeanswear. For whatever state you're in. Only at JCPenney. has broken down. We need help. Better call Dad Collect. Mike! What girl? I should dial 1-800-COLLECT? I'll save Dad lots Coming of back in a minute or two, taking a couple hits off the bowl, you guys understand. Drugs. It's your time to shine with Pantene Pro-V Hairspray. The pro-vitamin formula penetrates, improving your hair for all day hold, all day shine. Pantene Pro-V Hairspray, for hair so healthy, it shines. Get a hold on it. On the next Eon Flux. That bird, and it's still here. Got it. Tuesday at 10. Guitar Rock, the most electrifying rock collection ever issued. No more, Mr. Nice no more, Mr. CDs were so popular. That was a fun trip. They were selling. This blows my mind now. They were selling Spotify in CD form. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, look at this we is can't man. afford the rights to these songs. This song rules, dude. Hair metal uh, fucking rules. Certain ones like Poison sucks. Uh, what's the dude with the one arm? Def Leppard. Def Leppard sucks. You get a lot of Def Leppard here. I only like the hits from Jovi. Van Halen, and I'll stand on this fucking table right now. Fucking rules. Oh, uh, uh, early Van Halen is great. Van Halen rules. Yeah, yeah. Van Even fucking synth era dreams. You know the song dreams will get higher and higher. Fucking Van Hagar, dude. That, that, that was the song of prom of my of my prom. Oh, that song. That I was, listened to that song today, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like Van Hagar. Well, well, run away. The uh, music video is just people running to a Van Halen concert. <laughs> I think. To me, they lost me at 1984. That's what they lost me. Right. Although, although I like that's the Panama. last fucking. Uh, that's the last David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. Yeah. His solo career is terrible. Oh, it's. I'm just a gigolo. There are two, everywhere I go. <laughs> there isn't two more musical entities that needed each other more. Yeah. yeah than absolutely. Van Halen yeah, and David Lee Roth. Both yeah. of them suffered away. Oh yeah, absolutely from each other. But I, I mean, Van Halen. I remember being. Like when I was in, like, like Ooh, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Van Halen was a respected band. Van Halen was respected. But, you know, they were also pretty good, man. I forgot to, to switch back over. Bop, bop, bop. You have to admit, Eruption is a jam. Oh, it's the greatest guitar solo of all time. You know. there's a, My favorite Eruption is fucking, uh, it's 20 minutes. Oh, I love Hogan's Heroes. It's 20 <laughs> minutes and it's just him like doing Eruption, but then he'll add like yeah. a bunch of shit. And after the 20, he gets through all of Eruption. But you got fucking a dusted out Sammy Hagar. We got my favorite part of the evening. Watch Mr. Eddie Van Halen play guitar. That's what it was. I think was lame about hair metal is like they tried to put themselves off as these big like pussy hunters, and then they would wear like white sneakers with Zumba <laughs> pants. Like they just looked like such dorks. Well, yeah, I, I didn't like the, the aesthetic of it. I couldn't stand. I didn't like sure? it on just about every level. There was very little that was good, but I have to admit it, it clouded my judgment a little bit. I'll admit this. I'll admit this. Uh, some of Motley Crue is actually good. Some of Motley. Oh, that, yeah. That wasn't Hogan's Heroes. Smoking that, in the boys' room. That, that was Wonder Woman we were watching. Don't come at me with your rules, because everybody knows that smoking ain't allowed in school. He's a big right to life. Who, Dave Thomas? Yeah, when I was... Oh, yeah, Wendy. You, did you... My logo could have not been here. Five years old. If I yeah. wanted to abort Wendy, you know, we wouldn't have had a business. <laughs> That's Tuesday. But again, you see, your your perception of, of hair metal and what it what it. Well, I only was, hear the good stuff. Exactly. Like, exactly. you knew fucking jackal and shit like that. No, just, some fucking... Let me, let me pull something up that I've been fucking with. I, I, there are... I mean, I, it was... I was inundated with it in wisconsin i'm only gonna play this a little Claire, bit white wisconsin because i don't want to get popped jesus i hate but I let me like the people here's was, how much oh. hair metal i've been listening to because yeah. i like oh you know who else i like is twisted sister ah uh, yeah not good we're not gonna not take good. it's a good yeah, song that's yeah. on my top listens let me take you through a fucking my on repeat right now i got fucking we're not gonna take it as far as hair metal goes Ugh. i got dreams by van halen okay i got uh, I won't back down by Tom Petty. That's not fucking. Okay. But I got this fucking. I found this deep cut hair metal song that I know the rest of it is bad, but I like this. This is a band called Rough Cut. Oh, from 1985. These people probably all work in Foot Lockers right now. Oh yeah, if they're even alive. Uh, th that is that's so like 
That might as well be rat. Rat was, <laughs> I hated rat. Round and round. Yeah. But they have a solo that rips in this fucking. <laughs> It's oh yeah, like, noodling away on your guitar. That, that was like a sim. You were like a white god in 1984 when you could but noodle this, away. But here's the chorus of that song. So take her. She's a real heartbreaker. Take it away. <laughs> it's fucking just like that's the whole chorus. Take I mean, the lyrics were bad. you take her? My sensibilities were more punk rock back then. I would go to punk bands. Oh, yeah. You know, I was a little more punk Bad rock. Brains. Uh, yeah, if you were into Bad Brains, boy, you were fucking cool. I still have that CD. <laughs> I, I have an autographed version from the lead. I can't remember what the oh, guy's no. name was. The Bad oh, no. Brains, was, they, 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 were, uh, they were living color done right. The know? stream froze. Bad Brains was great. They were really aggressive. I mean, they were like, oh, thank God. That they were like, I mean, they were new. I'm York almost like, cool, thank God, man. it just froze. It's not. It's probably just my internet here. Man, <laughs> just want to make sure the stream didn't freeze here. Oh, no, so okay. do we? Do we want to go to a 1995 TV Tango? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Take a little run through at what happened on TV. Yes. So we are still live. That is good. Yeah, three viewers. I Absolutely. think it was just my. I think it was just my phone here. Allergens. I wouldn't that suck if I get my second strike for some run, also ran hair metal band. <laughs> it wasn't even playing Bon Jovi. At yeah. least at least uh, take me down for playing God, Shot I, Through the Heart. God, bon Jovi Shot was, through uh, the heart. You play that if you right now a party of people my age and Zoomers. Yeah, they could be talking quietly amongst themselves, and you just fire off. Shot through the heart. They'll all fucking pop, dude. Bon Jovi has gotten some like nostalgia points. Oh over yeah, years. they're not good. Okay, well, they it's because good then it's because good. it's my life. This is Wonder Woman. Who's what, what was that? Is that Mister Tom Bosley? Is that General Mr. Ah, uh, yes, General. We are all nice wearing SS uniforms. We all talk the same. This is what we do. We are of the SS. The SS was truly evil, man. She's they a wunder a, woman. A wunder, an unter. Steve. Wonder Woman. You too. Wonder Woman. There's one that talks normal. Came to free Andros, but Andros doesn't want to be freed. Doctor Andros. What is this convoluted? <laughs> Andros. Friendship Nazi. Is that the Semitic name? Give us a concrete demonstration of that friendship. To be specific. We know oh. All right, so let's run through some stuff here. So the uh, sun, November twelfth, nineteen ninety-five, was a Sunday. Yeah. Um, wow. Let me go to this fucking. Uh, I here. was living here. God. It's a long oh yeah. Time. Yeah. That's fun. Yep. Um. Let's see. I was still in Orange County. So here we go. I lived in Orange County for like three months. Sunday was months. tricky. In the 90s, because Fox, I feel like, was the first person. Well, NBC had new stuff, but it was all bad shows. Fox was, I feel like, the first network to start running, like, their quality programming on a Sunday. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Like, Sunday was dead. Like, ABC got Ameri reruns of America's Funniest Home Videos. New Lois and Clark. Indecent Proposal. New movie. 
from 93. I, I never saw the that. The thrill of seeing a movie on TV that you wanted to see in theaters and just forgot about. Because that was the thing. Yeah. There was no FOMO. If you wanted to see a movie, you'd be upset about it for a month. Yeah. Then you just forget about it. I know. Exactly. And then you'd be <laughs> flicking around at 1.30 in the morning. And you'd be like, oh, shit, Phantoms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is... Uh... That was also the era of the two-word title, Extreme Measures. Larry McMurtry, Streets of Laredo. In, in, oh, that, 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 that is, is that a, a TV movie? That, 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 that's a prequel to, uh, I think, to uh, uh, Lonesome Dove. Oh, my God. Let's see if we got this. But, but then there's a... Uh, but it, again, that was the era of the two-word title for movies, the dramatic two-word title, Indecent Proposal, oh, excuse the you know, Fatal voice. Attraction, Extreme Measures. The, the two-word title was always huge in that era, I feel like. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't think you see the two-word title now like you used to back then, you know? No. Well, you know, I mean, on occasion, two-word title. This was probably Dr. Quinn. This is probably trying to catch the back of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. No, uh, I, I think that was maybe even after that. That's Sam no, Elliott? No, 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 that's... The, no, this is Larry McMurtry, yeah. I think it's old call. It, 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 it's it's, young, man, it's young Texas Rangers. It's what they were before, like, when they were young men. It, it's a sequel to it. Dead, maybe I just was too young to understand the complexity of these plots, but to me, the first Western where the story was interesting to me was Deadwood. Like, oh, I remember yeah. when I would watch Wyatt Earp and fucking Tombstone and this and, like lonesome dove it was just kind of like if you weren't interested in the scenery and just like the era of the time i was just like i got like it's cool watching them like be cowboys and shit but like i don't give a fuck about the story at all yeah yeah, it's interesting i used to find the western completely dull because i used to associate it with black and white movies because when i was a kid there was like black and white westerns run john wayne westerns and shit so uh, but i uh so I didn't like it until I read the book Lonesome Dove, and then it changed so my opinions about Westerns. But I'll be honest with you, Unforgiven, I liked Unforgiven a lot. I saw Unforgiven in the theater. All of these movies you know? are just kind of like that, where it's like, stranger coming to town, and I want to buy something that you don't want to sell. Uh, if you would read Lonesome Dove, is in a, it is a, it's Lord of the Rings, like, yeah. and it's complex. There's like this huge cast, and like they have these backstories, and they're going from different parts of the country, and they're all they're going on a cattle rustle or, or a, a cattle drive, you know. What I mean, it, 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 and it's epic. It's it lasts forever. You I have, love it. But it's basically based you have on Lonesome two guys. Dove, underneath Lonesome Dove, beneath the planet of Lonesome Dove, <laughs> Escape from Lonesome Dove. Is, is that? Don't let criminals out of my own jail. They ain't criminals, and you've overstepped. Your man can go. The day I hang the old Indian, and I'll hang. Back when you can fucking hang a man. Oh, dude, yeah, hangings and shit. The body count in Lonesome Dove, a lot of people die. A lot of kind people of, die. Uh, let's see what kind of. <laughs> like, de- death was just there. It was That's why I think people were kind of weirdly religious, because it was like, you just died at any Oh, so moment. this m- book came out in 93, so this was a new book. Um, oh, 1993 yeah, yeah. novel of the same name and the third installment of the Lonesome Dove, Dove series, series as yep. a direct sequel to the 1989 Lonesome Dove. Oh, it was a sequel? I thought it was a prequel. Um, the events of Return to Lonesome Dove, ignoring the events of Return to Lonesome oh, Dove. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, does that upset you? As no, a, no, no. Is Return to Lonesome Dove have nothing to do with the book? Oh, no, th- you know, they're all sequels. I've only read Lonesome Dove. Is this one of those movie things where the lone, like it's all one book and they turned it into the universe into three movies? No, 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 no. Although the book Lonesome Dove 
it's there's about stuff a, that's in the movie that's not L- in the Lonesome book. Lonesome Dove, I, I'm proud to say, I think it's over a thousand pages. You're proud to say? <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I read it and I loved it. I loved Lonesome Dove. I don't know, for some Historical reason, it, it just resonated with me. I don't know why. I liked it. You know? It's got a certain emotional core to it that's bittersweet. And it's this definitely didn't it. catch the like TV movie eye because it's got no like reception. It's got no yeah. like reviews. Here's the thing emotionally that I figured out from reading Lonesome Dove. It was the idea, Keith, of like that your enemy in some way in some ways defines yourself. There's a couple moments that really resonate because there's this old Mexican general. Bolivar, I think it's his name. I can't think of his, his name. He dies because, but he was like a an old nemesis. Oh, of the call screen's hard to see. Uh, of I the think. two Texas Rangers, he was an old nemesis. So when that Mexican general dies, although they hated him, they also kind of it, it hit them because they both realized we're getting old, we're dying, like our life is sort of ending. You know, that's one of the motifs of it all. It's like kind of dealing with death. It, it, it is a, uh, it's a. There's, the body count is incredible in Lonesome Dove. Guys, I apologize. People are dying I just all noticed. The time. Ooh, do we want to watch an episode of Kirk? An episode of Kirk, Aaron. Kirk got moved to Sundays. That's when you know a show was doing terrible. Because when we watched an episode of Kirk, it was on on Wednesdays. Yeah, it's popping on with that. Let's see. Kirk. Oh, oh, is this Kirk Cameron? Yeah, the oh. Kirk Cameron show. Oh, Ooh. Kirk wow. unplugged. Oh my God. Yeah, the, the fact that this guy like was still able to kind of maintain a career, I don't know. I, I was just, I, I was not paying attention to this. I, I was in a very different headspace at this time, you know. Kirk season one. That play that, that color scheme is so fucking nineties, man. Palm Beach. That the whole, oh man, just what they give people is such drivel. You know, it's so. Gotta see what episode crap. number Kirk Unplugged is. <laughs> I mean, that was literally when, like, an MTV. When, uh, Season I mean, one, episode 10. God. Unplugged was just like, that's how powerful Nirvana was, man. Oh, that's one That's one of they my first CDs like, I bought. Could you help me with this stuff, Eddie? Yeah, sure. All animal crackers. This is such it. a fucking intro to a sitcom. This was like a WB, like, WB kind of found its formula, and it really was this. Like, one apartment. Yeah. It starts with just a cold walk in. Yep. yep. Exactly. You know what, Corey? We talked about this whole thing a hundred times. And they have to. Uh, All right? It's, it's too expensive. It's like 85 You know, it, it, it's an inexpensive oh, set. Yeah, you know? sure. Help yourself. Can't you loan me the money? No. I don't have the money. Listen, if you want, if you want another phone line, you're just going to have to work for it, okay? He wants another phone line. I remember the phone line. We had our own phone in the room, but yeah. it, it was a, it was connected to the same line. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was rich person shit. We had yeah. friends that had their own phone line, and it's like, look at you, upper middle class fuck. Yeah, yeah. Th- 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 that was like a delineating point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My sister had one of those see-through phones oh, that had all the colored wires. She put was, stickers on it. That was hip. Put hold to your ear with your shoulder like a little yeah. fucking snot. Exactly. Okay, unless someone's using the phone. <laughs> That hairstyle, I never understood. I, I never got that hairstyle back then. So you're in that. L.A. at this point. Are yeah. you watching any TV at all? No. Maybe some sports, and that's it. Yeah. That is it. You're not, not watching, watching NYPD Blue or anything? Uh, not really. Just to get material? You know, I watch TV for material, man. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, yeah, some. I would. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Dennis Franz. I remember, I remember a trainer had a joke. Dennis Franz, fat, hairy ass. 
not what I wanted to see. Because they would show like nudity on on NYPD Blue. Will Estes, he's probably got to be dead. Oh yeah, he's. Uh, she she's turning tricks right now. At, at, at Cortland Mead, that fucking kid. That's fucking uh. That's uh the kid from uh, the kid from the Little Rascals movie. Look ah. Uh. That is 20s, a the 20s, baby. September 11th. Ooh, boy. Nothing. Those are completely safe. Those towers. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? They tried taking them down in 93. I remember. Oh, I remember that. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. I don't remember it happening, but I remember it being talked about like in school. It, it, it's such a. Uh, I remember Oklahoma City. I remember that being a thing. That was huge. That it happened huge in 1995. Moment. It happened. This. What I'm going to start doing next week is I'm yeah. going to buy. I want to buy 90s shit, and when we come back from break, I want to be wearing, like, acid wash jeans. Uh, well, that's, we'll put that's on some mullets. We'll get some 90s not, clothes. You know, yeah, yeah. 90s clothes was more... What, like again, him. The flannel is definitely a thing. The, the flannel, flannel was... Yes, absolutely. The belted pant tucked yes, in. Yes, belted... I never liked that look. I didn't really wear that that much. Yeah. I was untucked. Kangol hats. That was my look. <laughs> I, I don't... <laughs> exactly. You know, but I... Uh, yeah, I, I had bad jeans. I had the bad sunglasses jeans. that flip up under the bill of a hat. Those were still rocking in the nineties. Uh, yeah, certainly, certainly with within your urban community, certainly. Yeah, you know. What are we watching? A different world here. <laughs> Kirk, I'm sorry to bother you. Do you have any bread? I was just making my lunch and I ran. Oh, out. He, he ended up marrying her, right? Oh yeah. I think they were already dating. They met on Growing Pains. Thanks. I thought I was going to have to eat at the hospital cafeteria. Oh, that's pretty bad, huh? The acting oh. couple. The dialogue in this is insane. It's so, like, embarrassingly simple. Oh, the yeah. hospital food, huh? Here, here, here. I got an idea. Here, what do you think of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and uh, gummy bear? I love how the joke of this is he's always torturing his adopted children to, like, hit on her. Yeah. It's like, good. here, let me steal food from my kids and fucking give it to you. Well, there's a reason why it didn't last. There's a reason why it didn't last, you know? Corey, I don't think the rabbi job is for you. All right, I think you should keep looking. Family ties. Corey, we're Christian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corey, the Jews are lizards. Uh, really? Again, uh, family ties had a, still cast a long shadow. One of the best songs in sitcom What do we do, baby? I've heard the there's a couple extra verses and choruses in that song. Johnny Mathis? You kidding me? Oh, it's a Johnny Ma Johnny Mathis. Hell yeah! Really? Gay Johnny Mathis. What will we do? Famous gay singer Johnny Mathis. Absolutely, yes. Without us. Cheers is good, too. Cheers also has an extended version. Oh, yeah, absolutely. After the first chorus, there's a whole second verse. Yeah. That that top is... Oh, her? Sure, hit me. Oh. Here we go. It's little kid time. I'm not going to take that. You got a little rum in there? That's probably a joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I, that, that would is be, it spiked? That'd be funny, actually. <laughs> Give me a drink. Oh, okay. Oh, I auditioned for a movie called Forrest Gump. I didn't oh, get it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't look retarded I, enough. I, I watched half of Forrest Gump this It's week. a good movie. We watched Forrest Gump two weeks ago on the show, or yeah. earlier this week. We probably were watching it at the same time, just in different locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's I on was, AMC. I, I, I was watching it, and I was just like, uh, I don't know. I was... I mean, it's you they know, throw that out there as a Thanksgiving movie. Forrest Gump is like an yeah. unofficial Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. It's, like, got, it's it's inspiring. It's got inspiring vibes, but you get to watch him goof on Forrest. You get to see a boy get a rock thrown at his head. It's fun. Do, do you know that the the book that it was based on? He's actually this Nimrod idiot. Oh, he's like who's borderline. Not, yeah, and, and he's not a good guy. He, what what it's supposed to be saying is isn't he like a like he's a rockhead like he's mean to people in it isn't he? Well, I don't even know if it's that, but he yeah he's just more like really stupid and unaware, and, and it's not like a sympathetic take on that. It's about oh look at this moronic American who's unaware of these events that are let going me on see, around him. Let me let me see know? if I could pull this up real quick. I think you someone know? has but they, like but they the first it. paragraph of the Forrest Gump book is like crazy. So the, <laughs> what do they say like tarred and stuff or something like horrible fucking expressions, you know? I remember uh, Riri. I remember people saying Riri. You know, <laughs> that's a pretty offensive term for a mentally challenged human being. A Riri. Forrest Gump. Pretty bad. Let me say this: that's being bad. an idiot is no box of chocolates. That's the original <laughs> line. People laugh, lose patience, treat you shabby. Now they say spoke supposed to be kind, the kind to the afflicted, but let me tell you. It ain't that way. Even so, I got no complaints because I reckon I done live a pretty interesting life, so to speak. I've been an idiot since I was born. My IQ is near 70, which qualifies me, so they say. Probably, though. It's all spelled all fucked up, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm closer to being an imbecile or maybe even a moron. But personally, I'd rather think of myself as a halfwit or something and not an idiot. Because when people think of an idiot, more than likely they think of one of them Mongoloid, Mongolian idiots. <laughs> the one with the eyes too close together. What look like Chinamen and drool a lot and play with themselves. <laughs> now I'm slow, I'll grant you that, but I'm probably a lot brighter than folks think. Because what goes on in my mind is a sight different than what folks see. For instance, I can see things pretty good, but when I, got to try, uh, when I go to try saying or writing them, like when I try reading them, it's okay. Uh, it kind of come out like Jello or something. I'll show you what I mean. This so is, yeah, yeah, that's like the first page. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all just but, him calling himself an idiot. Yeah, yeah. The tone of this is not inspiring. When I was born, my mama it's named more- me Forrest because of General Nathan, Nathan Bedford Forrest, who fought in the Civil War. Mama always said he was akin to General Forrest family some or General Forrest family some ways, and he was a great man. Uh, she say Setem, he started up the Ku Klux Klan after the war. Yeah, well, th- that's actually in the uh, that's in the movie. You know, your mama really does love your education. Oh yeah, that whole, yeah that scene. At Sally Fields. That, yeah. Who uh, <laughs> Kurt Cameron. I mean, it's this girl means a this great lasted deal to like me. what like she doesn't like eight you, episodes. She doesn't like me. This girl means a great deal to me. Like we speak to each other very seldomly across the hallway. Look at those cars. Oh, he got a job as a janitor. He made his son get a job as a janitor. Cause he had paint on his rag. You know that gag. Ah, people are really laughing at that. This is an audience. Great. Oh, good. Then you're ready for a real challenge. I want you to tidy up room 216. Uh, what's the challenge? Oh, you'll see. Oh, that's the guy who shits projectilely. (laughs) Who is this fucking Rodney? She's in a wheelchair. Is it Jack Klugman? Yeah. (laughs) That can't be Jack Klugman. Finally, my sandwich. (laughs) No. Look at these characters. 
I mean, this is back probably when you could smoke in a hospital. No. no. Can not. I ask no, you a no. question? Are you my bookie? Training. <laughs> you can't train. Bookies don't exist anymore, do they? I'm sorry. Not really. He's a little. Yeah, I'm blinded, He's the blinded, nerd administrator. These characters. I used to think Hello Larry was bad. Hello Larry lasted for over 40 episodes. Like that's actually kind of a good run. Oh, three seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've had a decent run for three seasons. You want to see what else was on on TV this this day? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll leave the this audio playing in the background. What, uh, what football is on? Let's see. I mean, uh, well, Sunday night, yeah. Oh, I don't think Sunday night football was a thing yet. He just said a fart joke, I think. It sounded like literally sounded like a fart. God. Broncos. Oh, I remember listening to this game. I was at a mic here in this game. Oh, wow. Okay, so we have Chiefs at Chargers. I, no, I remember. I remember this Sunday night game: Broncos and Eagles in Philly. So, did you bring lunch for Corey, or are you on your way to grandmother's house? All right, let's get because this will probably in the AFC West, like the Chargers were a year ago, the Kansas City Chiefs. But it's been a storybook season for them. Marcus Allen. I think I told you, Keith, that I, I have uh, the ESPN app. He still does, and it's the exact same oh, thing. same lines, everything. It, it, doing that, that shit, really, and he could go. All, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like going back into a time machine. It was bizarre. The Chargers, coached by Let's Go Brandon Staley. No, I mean, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, he says number thirteen is unlucky. I mean, not this year. This is how you got TV parsed out to Big Eric. Kramer throwing the nature on means. You had to watch highlight shows. You had to watch highlight, and, and so yeah, the, and he's still holding on air, to this. Like, it's bizarre. The they had to give you YouTube. Oh, the Chargers just fumble in the red zone all year. Ooh, long. look at that. Mark Collins with the hit. But the officials say, no. "Fucking look at Marty Schottenheimer." Yeah, believe it. This team is so good with the turnovers. So without Natron, they give it to Rodney Culver and a two-yard run on the Natron break. Natron at seven. The Chiefs were good this year. In the year. second half, the Chiefs, Chiefs won this game. 13-7 and Bono. The swing lateral. Look at that. I like that play. Let's see if we That was an exciting play. Oh, shit. It was an exciting play. I got it more was. highlights. It, 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 it was the uh, wide receiver pass. Here, I'll go back. You know. In the AFC West, go. like the charge. So good call. Bono says, okay, fine. I'll go back to Lake Dawson to the one. And two Lake later, Dawson. who better? Marcus Allen. To find his way in the end zone from short yardage. Supposedly had sex with Nicole Simpson. Seven Chiefs. Chargers offense struggling all day. Give it two reasons why. Derek Thomas, 58. Fucking dead Derek Thomas. Yeah, yeah. No running game with means. Big defense by the Chiefs. My favorite football player in the world. Natron means. Time. Yeah, absolutely. That's a blowout. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, the, the but the, your handling. Oh, look at KC nine and one. Oh, dude, KC was. They were the number one seed that year. They were the number one seed and lost to the Colts. So, do you want to watch the ESPN plays of the week? Do you want to watch Buffalo Bills versus Atlanta Falcons highlights? Inside Winston Cup racing, twelve mm. November ninety five. No. Ooh, how about that CFL game? Pop that on. We won't get dinged for that. This is for the Gray Cup. The North Final. Oh, this is someone's VHS. This is a VHS problem. Wow. You know, they talk about Calgary and the ground game, the fact they don't run Look the ball. Look at Flutie. Oh, look at that. Doug Flutie. Ground game is the short the Calgary Stampeders. Exactly right. They like Jeff, Gar is that Jeff, Jeff Garcia? Garcia? Absolutely, it's Jeff Garcia. Is that the fucking... 
It's a Calgary Stampeders. They, they, they're like they're like one of the forces of CFL football. I've watched CFL football. And then the other team is the team. Didn't Warren Moon play for the Edmonton Eskimos? Yeah, but that was back in the 80s. Yeah, they were great. I feel like the CFL has just all fucking uh, AstroTurf. Oh, 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 back in the day it was. Uh, it was also, it was it was like undersized quarterbacks from America went to the CFL. It's a gain of 77 meters on that one. No, it, it, it was, again, all undersized uh, collegiate quarterbacks went to the CFL, you know. They weren't big enough to play, but, I mean, look at, I mean, whatever you want to say about him, man, Flutie can throw the ball, you know. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do while I look for stuff. I realize I you could gotta, go into Flutie the corner was like, here. Flutie was a name, you know, because of that play. You know, against oh, and now had he gone back and forth? This is back into the CFL, right? Oh, yeah, done, yeah, 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 yeah. This is post he, Bears. And then he comes back out to play for the Bills. Yeah, for the Bills, exactly. And also play for the Patriots some, too. Like, he actually played. Let's check out know? this real quick. He was a good football player. Raider fans at their finest. Haas. Well, that's not Haas. Here's Haas. Uh, they're he so would play with oh, the I'm, I remember watching a bit of this. Yeah, all hands on deck. Dallas kicked their ass. That setup of Fox football, that box score, is like my childhood. Yeah. Kevin Harlan calling it. I think this is the first year Fox had the NFL. Yes, it is. 95. 95. I think it is. Which was huge for Fox. I talked oh, about absolutely. this last week. Yeah, yeah. Before the NFL, Fox was a fledgling. All they had was the X-Files yeah. and Married with Children. Yeah, and Simpsons. And then they yeah. got the NFL, and I think that made them a legitimate television uh, network. Uh, I would agree. That, that, that put them in, in a different strata. Like, they had arrived. Like, you know, they, 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 there, there was enough space for a different... Uh, it wasn't the big three anymore. Look at the five-yard separation right there, and look yeah. at him close That's a nice little ball. zip. Oh, yeah. Look at Dion. He uh, was so fucking electrifying. Uh, it's, dude, I told you I saw that 60 Minutes thing of him. You know, he had blood clots in his legs that got removed. He walks around like an 85-year-old man now. I did not like to see that. That really bothered me. They a want lot. him to coach Auburn wait, now. And wait, shit. Yeah, he's coaching Jackson State. I mean, he's a great salesman. Fine looking rookie. Fucking nice Neop- Neopolis uh, Harris. Oh, uh, Napoleon Harris. That's what I used to call him. Delay. Touchdown. It's our 14 to 7 game, Tom. What do you have? Was this fucking no? When when did Jeff George quarterback them? Oh, it was actually early 90s. This is, this is Jeff Hosseller. still had a career. I, Jeff George being the quarterback of the Raiders is like the first year I started re- like seeing the end. Like I wow. remember Jeff George as the quarterback. Because well, he Raiders. had a good arm. Uh, he had a to, good later end of his career. I well, feel like he came back with the Vikings. With the Vikings, yeah, yeah. Hand the shoulder, uh, when he was with the Vikings, was down, uh, they were ten and two. Uh, it, it was the '99 season. It was after the '98 season, and they still had Randall Cunningham. And Cunningham wasn't good the first several weeks. And they put in George, and he salvaged the season. They were ten and two their last twelve games, and it was like Moss and I mean, he could get it to Moss and Carter, you know, Jay Novacek. Look at Dallas kicking their ass. Oh, Dallas would roll people. The Oakland was just pitiful. Yeah, really, because they had just gone back to Oakland from L.A. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. It was the first year L.A. didn't have a team when I lived here. Let's see. Look but, at fucking Kerry Collins' oh stone ass. <laughs> Look at his. Oh, is he drooling? So we're going up a little bit. This is next week, but who knows? We'll we'll take a look oh, at this. The, the Ants versus the Panthers. Yeah. It is quite a home. So look at Dom, Dom Capers. Capers. Yeah. Look at those '90s hats. It's like he's wearing a starter jacket on his head. Yeah. Record, yeah. Sixth win and incredibly. Listen. Stay in the, I Mike Patrick is Joe, so bad. And they call another timeout. Uh, it's the first the half. 
Okay. Yeah, he'd freak like call it oh, like it's a play. I, I just, oh my god! You know? Didn't he do Sunday Night Football when it first went to ESPN? No, no, no. Uh, I remember him in the Southeast. He would do ACC basketball games in the late. Do you want to know a golden era of my life? The Jay Fiedler Miami Dolphin games when they would play on Sunday Night Football, and I just remember a specific Dolphin the. Jets Dolphins game. Yeah. When fucking Testaverde, they went back and forth. Yeah, Jay Fiedler yeah. and Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. yeah. Sa- the deceased Sam Mills. I used to because that was back when my mom, when we just moved back to Sock Village. So I lived down the street from my mom's. Yeah. So she was letting me stay at my grandma's on Sundays. And I remember watching those Sunday night football games, being able to because I could stay up late. Laura was still the coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew as I slept. Wow. That was like Sunday night football and Love Line was like my back-to-back on Sunday thing. nights. Yeah. Doug Bryan was still a kicker. Line. Butler by no and I think White Brian Stone kicked for the uh, Patriots for a while, I think. I don't even know that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 could be, I could be wrong Mark, on that. Mark Carrier back there receiving kicks. Yeah, I want to see these names. I, I just want to see enough to announce, you know, when they show the starters, the quarterback, right? I want to see these names. Because it'll be a bunch of cast-offs. Tim Biakamatuka. Take a look at the Carrie Carolina Collins. offense. Rookie quarterback Kerry Collins took over as the starter in week four. He's From gone Penn five. And, you know, this kid's on the dope. Look at his eyes. Yeah, did, did get a 11 interceptions, 9 to 11. Howard Griffith. With 42 Mark, Mark Carrier. Walter Rasby. I remember Blake Brockermeyer. He actually had a decent career. Yeah. Mark Dennis, Frank Garcia, Curtis Whitley. These are all fucking... Yeah, I mean, hope yeah. you kept your fucking guarantee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Hope you invested in Enron and then quickly. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it got rid of. I want to see who's on the Saints defense. First down, incomplete. Who's open? Throwing the slant pattern inside. For New Orleans on defense, Wayne Martin. So there was Sunday Night Football in '94. Right, I remember Turnbull. Nine sacks, which is fourth in the Yeah, NFC. yeah, there was. There was. There Richard was. Harvey wasn't was even. Rufus down. Porter. Richard Harvey, even Richard Harvey, because they always select the top players. Eric Allen. Yeah, that was their good guy. Sean Lumpkin. Eric Allen's still an announcer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they weren't good, though. When did they get Deuce McAllister? Uh, Like 97, 98. Howard Griffith. I do uh, remember Mike Ditka trading all their draft picks for Ricky Williams. Oh, yeah. That's a big memory of mine. After this, Griffith actually uh, played for the Broncos. Played for the Broncos when they won their Super Bowls. He was the blocking back for oh, Terrell yeah. Davis. You know, you know Carolina put together a nice little team. I think they went to the NFC title game in 96, in right? The second, in the second year of their existence. They the Jags did well, too. Yeah. Did the, was it ninety five or ninety six where the Jaguars beat the Broncos in the playoffs? Uh, they both made a run in the same year. It, 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 it was in the ninety six year. Because the pa- the the AFC title game was the Patriots versus the Jaguars. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I remember and, like and, 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 and it was it was uh, Panthers versus uh the Packers. The pack. the pack rolled. Yeah, on. absolutely. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Uh, that, 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 that's when the. I mean, they won the Super Bowl that year, man. They didn't have Kevin Green yet, did they? No, the Panthers. Uh, they got him for ninety six, right? Got, yeah, ninety six. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be curious to see. I, 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 I want to see. Look at those pads. I, I want to see the Saint offense and the, and the Carolina defense. I want to see those names too. I think you've got two head coaches that Listen are. This is I mean, just follow the ball, folks. Let's start. Let's see what Carolina. happened here. This okay. is a goofy play. Is back. He goes down. Ball, ball He's up. a stoner, right. fucking dope head. He drops Balls the ball, the and then this dope <laughs> head drops the ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
All these youngins are dopeheads. They're all listening to Anthrax. He's been listening uh, to that Van Halen 3 album all week. He doesn't have... There was some good painkiller use going on here. Toward all just straight yeah. to the fucking yeah. femoral artery. Yeah. Ten fumbles, second nose to fucking Dave Krieg. You are going up against grown men as a young man, and that is a challenging thing to do. Ooh, look at that little lollipop. Well, that's a good little, that's he had a weird motion. He had like yeah. a really long, yeah, not fast motion. Yep. Jimmy but he went to a Super Bowl. Oh, famous. You know you had a like a fucking not good career, but like when you're known for being rolled in a Super Bowl. Yeah. You got to a Super Bowl, but yeah. you're most famous for being Rex bashed in it. You know, Stan really never looks back for the ball. Kirk now Cousins back this a year. A little bit later, but Collins just overthrew it. I got to do a quick pick. Allen, the pro bowler, hasn't had the ball thrown at him very much. That's why he only has one interception this season. Go on the ground, and it's Blair Thomas getting his first carry. Blair Thomas? Wow. Wow. That's a fucking name. Coming back. Yeah, he was what, well. one of those Blair long Thomas list of bust of Penn State running backs. Running Up there with Curtis Penis. Uh, well, Very yeah, Curtis Penis. I mean, Kurt Warner was actually good back in the early 80s, but they had a bunch of running backs. Kajana Carter blew his knee. Curtis Enos was a big blow to me because that was really before I it I I understood that it was a bust but it wasn't emotionally impactful to me. Cade McNown was my first like oh, oh yeah 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 like you, you thought he was going to be good cuz he had that great game against yeah. the Vikings. He had a Fuck weak that. arm. I watched him in UC that was the first year I watched college football. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember being excited that like they're going to draft the guy I just watched in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. To me, that was a big deal. Absolutely. They're going to get the hot shit UCL. Troy Aikman played for UCLA. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that being in the newspapers. Like, you know, they produced Troy Aikman, and this could be another Aikman-esque. Oh, <laughs> Bullshit story. You know something? Yeah, first was, practice. Yeah. Pra I can even probably pull it up on Boris and Bernstein. There's like the first radio show where they're like, the reports are not good. Really? On like immediately, first day of training camp. Was the knock on him is that he had a weak arm? No, he was, a, I guess he was a dick. Like it was his contract holdout was a big put, like he held out training camp. Ugh. And then when he got there, he was like terrible. Couldn't learn the playbook. Ugh. Like just was not up to fucking, up to the studs. Yeah. As far as being a professional quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Take possession of their own wow. Yeah, I, I want to see the offense and see the defense. Herbert, Bobby Herbert. Bobby Hebert is still the probably quarterback forever for them. I mean, you know, it's a different guy. He looks this has to be Bobby Deuce. Hebert. I bet you it's Deuce and Hebert. Come on, get their names up. Jim Everett. Jim, Jim Everett. Yeah, I knew it was someone different. That's he was fucking still Chris. holding on. Chris. Chris Everett. Is yeah. this after he attacked Chris, yeah. Jim Romer before? Lorenzo Neal. Guy, you know, Mike, Michael. Irv Smith. Irv Smith. That's Irv Smith's senior. That's Irv Smith's that's his name. Willie, Willie Rofe. Rofe. I know yeah. him. Uh, Dombrowski. I that name, yeah. There's a few in there I know. Uh, the defense is going to be fun to watch. Sam Mills is on it. I think they had Mark Carrier, too. No, Mark God. Carrier was on the Bears still. Everett was still, still out of career. Jim Everett's still out of career. Carolina's defense, Mike Fox, has been a consistent run stopper. He leads the down Greg Craigan played for the Broncos. Gerald Williams, I think, had a Lamar Lathan. Yeah, Sam, Sam Mills. Mills. He was unknown. He's not highlighted. Well, he was with the... Uh, Look no, at no, four no. linebackers. What is this, 1920? 
for the Panthers. Yeah. Five interceptions Tim tied. McKay. Tim McHire. This was, is back when inside and outside linebacker were like legit separate positions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's come. Ooh, what's the update? Wesley Walls. Yeah, I remember him. I do too. Already a difference between this game and the last one. This is very like important because Jim Everett has got the field that graphic and stuff. That looks so bare too. Like there's nothing else around it. I know, absolutely. I remember, I remember that being like, whoa. 14 to 7, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. That was the co tight era, right? 95, or yeah, was Gruden? Yeah, yeah, they, no, Gruden yeah. was the O coordinator, right? Yeah, he was. In the first meeting San they Francisco. had, let's Mills see what the Vikings did this game. I think that they the lost. Game. The Vikings lost this game, I believe. Vikings first lost down this Saints game. at the Carolina 45 yard line. Oh, oh, NHL. Went to the NHL. Yeah. Maybe they were on Monday. But Mills, Mills was going back. And, no, Mills played for the. Played for the Saints. He played for the Saints in the late 80s. He was going back home. Oh, so Sam Mills was like a veteran. Absolutely. But you know, his bust, they have his, they have his uh, a statue in front, in front of Carolina Stadium because he embodied the spirit of the Panthers. He died of a uh, Chris died of Isaac Raw interview. Wow. He I remember the Chris on. Isaac show. What a wicked thing Never watched to it. Say. What a wicked thing to do. How do <laughs> Uh, all right. He was like, it was like haunting. So that's haunting all the TV music. history. Here's what we will close the show on. Yeah. What a wicked thing to say. What a- <laughs> that's my uh, my Chris Isaac. So here. Fall in love. <laughs> so the Dallas Air Show happened today, and this happened. Oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Oh, that is a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. Holy, that thing just blew up, man. Here, Alicia sent me this. I'll go to my Twitter and show you this. Shit like that happens in Texas. So there was a guy <laughs> photographing because he it was like a he does a blog about like flight safety. He took a picture as it collided. Look at this. Oh, man. Those are a couple of old World War II planes. I think. Yeah, oh, it was the the B carrier. The yeah. they call it the Fortress Fly, of the, the Sky. Fortress, yeah. The yep. planes were from Houston. She had taken pictures of the of the carrier. I, I multiple I, angles, dude. One they of, got of this. One of my best friends from Chicago, who I miss. Uh, his father. Oh yeah. Ah, fuck Twitter. It's down. It's going down. His father was a tail gunner in a flying fortress. His friend of mine. His father was a tail gunner in a flying fortress. He had thirty-eight combat missions, including bombing Dresden. But I'll be losing as soon as that's So I don't know if we want to ease out here. Put on some. We started with college football. Maybe we can end with college football. Ooh, look at this. Bringing it back. T-Mobile, and you can get iPhone 14 with Apple TV Plus. Oh, let me tell you some some TV League update. I did TV League on yeah. Thursday, so yeah. I don't really have anything. Sure. Uh, Night Court is coming back. They're rebooting Night Court. Wow. They're all of the. They're doing some. They, they relisted all the midseason premieres. Fantasy Islands coming back for a wow. second season. The reboot wow. of that. So modernizing it basically. Yeah. Oh, Quantum Leap is is done for. Really? Not it, doing well, the reboot. Wow. And people were cheesing so hard over the pilot. Yeah. Because then I don't know if I've talked with this with you. Quantum Leap is deemed racist now. Because like because he would go back and be like a black guy. Like there is literally, I think, an episode where he has to like sit in a restaurant. Amongst all the brothers. Hey, brother. And there's like an episode where he's retarded and stuff like that. <laughs> 
But I was trying to explain it to her. I was like, but here's you, what you have to understand about that time. They thought that was being compassionate. Like, we're putting him into this situation oh, yeah. of a black man in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. But then, like, he literally would rape chicks because he's getting, he's leaping into someone else's body and then he's like fucking their wives. <laughs> it's like really in today's yeah, yeah, times, like yeah. you watch it and you're like, whoa, this is hardcore, dude. Yeah, yeah. But was- we went pilot for pilot. Uh, we like would show a scene from the, reboot a scene from the old one and i will say the old one the new one does a good job of it's a continuation they mention bacula as like wow he leaped and just never came back so this current team is trying to like find him okay and then it it includes the same thing of like he leaps without telling them that's always what's the finding motif is that because of lost the tv show lost yeah Because La Brea has that as an And they do a good job of working in the woke aspect of it. So the you know how this the Sam character, the dude who like guides him through his leaps? Yeah. He's a woman in the reboot, and they do a good job of like so he leaps without telling everybody they're at this party and they're just like, Oh my god, he leapt. And he doesn't know what the fuck is going on because it's like untested technology. Yeah. Yeah. So she has to be his guide, and he's like well, uh, like, why don't you just come do it? And she was like, I was supposed to be you and you were supposed to be me. So like they flipped the roles like she was supposed to be the fucking Scott Bakula, but he fucking leapt in. Oh, OK. So now okay. she has to like be the expert and like be in his ear and guide him through all this shit. Where in the reboot, he was just some cigar smoking philanderer. Yeah. yeah who would yeah. just fucking kind of wander and let him fucking get into trouble. Yeah. And all these yeah. Fucking yeah. Different eras. Stockwell. Yeah. Where, like, the woman was this, like, no, I'm going to help you get through these situations. Like, if he's, like, in the first episode, he has to help some dude rob a bank, but he has to do it to convince him not to rob the bank. And she, like, teaches him how to be a getaway driver and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Where, like, in the old one, he would just been, like, laughing. Ah, <laughs> this is fun. Alex Johnson. Dean Stockwell was in the, uh, th- This uh, UCLA team is supposed to be pretty good. I tell you who's not Next good. Next week it's UC- USC, UCLA. I tell you who's not good. North, Northwestern. The University of Wisconsin. They're not good. And Northwestern. They're North terrible. terrible. Uh, Wisconsin, uh, they're in transition this year. Just like Scott Blackula's uh, mentor is in transition. But the cats really got to earn my respect back after this season. Ooh, yeah, if that, they get to a bowl game, I'll, I'll like cheer for them, but. I think USC has my whole heart for a while. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah well, yeah, you, 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 you've you traded up on that one, Keith, yeah. just to let you know. Ooh, let me do let know? me do this right here. I mean, yeah, Northwestern is god-awful. They're a bad college football team. Yeah, they're awful. Bucky killed them, and Bucky is not – you know, Bucky's quarterback is not good. They don't have a good – I, I was I had hopes for him, and he did not develop, man. They can't develop a quarterback in that program. I don't know what the problem is, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. there was no problem here. This was a fantastic it's show. Great. It was fun. Two hours and 20 minutes of yeah. usable show. Uh, I'll put this up on YouTube. Probably going to have to clear some copyright. 20 minutes of last week's show is copywritten. Wow. Uh, that's why you got to watch it on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. Uh, look at all the links down there. Hit me up on the socials. Twitter is dying. You're gay and fat. I'll see you when I see you. Goodbye, Bye. everyone. Have a good night.
Now, how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>